Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, I was... <laughs> I I totally forgot and thought we were recording at nine. I was like balls deep into Zelda, so... <laughs> oh, are, you getting, are you finally getting to play Tears? Yeah. I've, oh, how I've, far are you into it? I started today. I finished three shrines. Okay, so you're still on the island. So I just got I just got into the temple and got the recall ability. How many so shrines are there? Hundred and fifty two. Jesus. And how long? He says it? confidently have done all hundred and fifty two. Really? Wait, who's done all hundred? You? How yes. long did that take you? Okay, okay, better question. How long is it normally supposed to take you? (laughs) We interrupt this program to bring you a special bulletin. You're listening to BTW. I'm Wildcat Dad 17. You're listening to BTW. Good luck and get good. You're listening to BTW. I am Dino. Good luck. It's good. You're listening to BTW. And we're going to drop some PvP knowledge. I'm AstroZombie954. And we're going to drop some PvP knowledge. You're listening to BTW. Good luck and get good. You're listening to BTW, and we're going to drop some PvP knowledge on all you suckers! This community is gonna... I don't like it. Oh, so you did get to see it. Oh, wait. I mean, I saw it, and I, I thought it was a joke at first. I told you last week it was the case. And yeah, then, it was a showcase. Everyone was talking about it. I know, but I was hoping that it was wrong. <laughs> I don't get things wrong. You're hoping that the, I'm the... astonishingly, uh, astonishingly, I never get anything wrong. Wait, hold on. You don't get things wrong. It starts with an S. So swim, swami, sl- slippy, slappy, swimmin, salmon, swimmin, Swanson, Swanson. Maybe send the briefcase. Look on the. Oh yeah, it's right here. Samsonite. I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Uh, that is that is like our show yesterday. Last <laughs> week. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it, it, the, honestly, in all reality, the only thing we got wrong, the entire community had wrong. Was it? Well, astonish. 
I was astonished how wrong we all were. <laughs> but um, I was hoping, man. They they killed the dream. So last was, week we were saying what we were expecting snarl clone is kind of the consensus that we, we came were to. hoping for that. Yeah. yeah, we were hoping for that. Boy, were no. we wrong. Is it? I so I've been using it with Xcloud, which is like the most broken Pokemon in the world mm-hmm. right now. Anything's wrong. <laughs> Listen, you don't understand how many things I've hit with a boom burst unshielded. That... I've seen a couple of screenshots you saw. Oh, what is the the other glorious. chart? The other sorry, the other fast move that X Plowed knows. Bite. Bite? That's Wait, it. Wait, for real? I think it's just bite and astonish. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I had one pop up on uh, when I was playing my sets today, and I was like, oh, here we go. Like, <laughs> here comes the boom. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so the expectation we were all having is what, 5 and 15 for a three-turn moves? What we were no, expecting? No, no, no. I think it was like 5 and 12. 15 would five be 12? like ridiculous. There's not a 15. Five, yeah, 5 and 12. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. And <laughs> that was not right. So it turns into 5 and 10. I was wondering when I first used it why it was taking so I was like, man, I should get to these boom bursts pretty quick. I'm like, it's taking a lot longer than I thought. <laughs> I think is it ten energy the same amount of energy for um like waterfall for a three turn move? It just waterfall does more damage. Uh, I'm looking right now. Waterfall. Um it's funny because like even in PvP it's extra sensory. Ugh. Why did yeah, you have to compare it to that? <laughs> extra sensory does more damage. Oh, yeah, man. like I said, this is uh, the only five and ten or five energy for ten dam or five damage for ten energy three turn move. Yeah, yeah. Waterfall. Um, what can I find? Waterfall. Lord. Do you think they made a mistake? No, waterfall's eight energy gained. Okay, never yeah. mind. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it. It. I mean, they made a mistake. They may have been on purpose, but it's still a mistake. <laughs> well, I, like it's it, like Matthew just said, it's the only three turn move with those stats. Normally, they kind of just clone something, and all they did, and it, it's a common thing they do, is when they say they're going to change a move and add energy, take energy away for fast moves. They either add one or minus one. So, for example, Spark. Was another one. We didn't necessarily get it wrong. We didn't say exactly what the, we thought the energy we, was. We did say it was a, a, a lantern and noctowl nerf, if I remember correctly. We did say that. So um, that's it, not the case. <laughs> it went it went up by two damage and down by one energy. It hmm. sort of made it better, from what I've heard. If you're in depending in, in neutral matchups, it is a little worse. So if you're talking. The Swampert matchup, for example, Lantern got significantly worse. I'm trying, but to... in super effective matchups, holy crap! Like my Shadow Charizard feels that spark now. Before, you know, you could go, you could take five, six sparks, not think anything of it. Now you get five, six sparks, and you're like, oh crap, where did my Charizard go? <laughs> You're like, oh wait, I need to throw the move now. I can't wait. I can't wait anymore. <laughs> like it's so do in you, super effective matchups, it drastically changed the Pokemon. Do you think that it affected uh Lantern enough to like affect its placement in the top meta for um place at all? 
Because mm, I level. personally don't see it affecting it at all. Lantern I still think it's and like really good. are yeah. still going to be super common. Right. Now, the only thing it did do with Lantern, now, more than ever, you're going to be curious what the fast movie is. Because it is very much both both Spark and Watergun are super viable now. Right. Versus I mean, before with the, Spark was a clear advantage. With like the buffs to like the, the ground type moves, like you got dig, you have scorching sands and stuff. Like, do you think that water gun will start being more relevant because of the amount of like ground types or even like cause steels might go down a little bit? Yeah, I, I definitely think water gun is probably the play depending um, upon your team comp right personally okay. i haven't seen sorry uh um Ashley, uh, i haven't seen a single water gun lantern in like all the matches i've played since the beginning of the season in gbl that correct. is very different than play correct i, I just wanted to uh point i mean for all we know i mean you, i'm just trying to think because i also haven't seen a single noctowl like it, oh if not like not a single but like barely any like it was crazy i saw like three it I was saw two skarmories i did i have skarmory. seen a few skarmory and altaria still and i'm like what are you doing altaria. my mandy buzz beats your altaria now get away go away get out of my way altaria got hit pretty hard with the sky attack it takes forever to get the sky attack now yeah is it 50 right um instead I, of 45 First sky um, attack. I think I don't know what they changed to. Yeah, it's yeah. seventy-five damage for fifty energy now. So once again, it's that's what I'm saying. What we're learning from this season, regardless of what we want them to do, for the most part, they're not going to make wide changes. And I have to say, for the most part, because we were also wrong on another move, we thought wouldn't become stupidly meta relevant. Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> uh, dig. We, we were thinking it was just going to go down by like five energy. Um, What was Dig's old energy, Dean? Wasn't it 75? 65? Something like that? Yeah, I think it was... It was 60. Se- it, it was, was whatever. 60? It was like one of those like that were 70. like super close to the damage. Yeah. yeah I think I'm, it was a 60-80. Or... I think it was 70, to be honest. I thought honest. it was 70 or 75. Yeah, yeah like it was. I, I think you might bad. be right. Actually, the, yeah. it was. It bad. was bad. <laughs> it was like holy shit. I, I'm, I'm seeing if I can look it up. Yeah, oh. the only I just the only time I used dig before was during like just a car with the Alolan Sand Slash, and that took forever, even with Shadow Claw, to get to. So yeah, um, yeah, doesn't Vigoroth run have? run dig everyone thought that too it's bulldoze yeah Yeah. people are like oh yeah vigoroth might be a thing now no it has bulldoze (laughs) i'm looking i'm looking i know kakuna threw out a tweet that's what i was looking at his stuff too because i thought i remembered reading something that he put about lantern that water gun is now the preferred move over sims yes um okay yeah dig went from 80 Energy to 50 energy. According to PV Poke. 80 energy? Holy shit. It was, was... A, according to him, it was 80. Uh, so here, Astonish went from 9 to 11. Spark, 8 to 7. Aerial Ace, 45 to 40. Boom Burst, 75 to 70. Dig, 80 to 55. 
X Scissor, the other huge winner, which we expected, thirty five to forty. Sky Attack forty five to fifty. Yeah, so they they lowered it thirty points. I even, I think when when I was saying, I think I thought that if they lowered the the damage, they need to lower the um the energy but i was saying 20 not 30 <laughs> like 30 is insane that was our hopeful we were like oh if it, get, if it goes down to 60 we'll be excited exactly holy it's a good move it's these you could say it's either the second or third best ground move now drill run is still above and beyond better than all the others but i i mean depending upon the poke i i could see you going either way whether you, you say dig or um, dig earthquake and high horsepower kind of move in and out of each other and scorching sands. I, all of those, I think you could almost interchangeably use. I just like the fact that dig made made a lot more Pokemon more viable, like Gligar and Gliscor in mm-hmm. re, in regards to that because it gets to it quicker. As did Aerial Ace. Like we we knew the change was going to be nice. I like I we expected five down, which is what it did. But I didn't realize how impactful that going down five was going to be for something like an air slash Mandy Buzz. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Air slash Mandy Buzz is good now. One of the mines that um, a couple people in uh, the Trace faction were using with the Aerial Ace buff was Superior. Got a lot better with it. That was that was impressive. I was putting that to work today, and I I I can say like it. It put in work against like a Metacham. Oh, I, I believe that for sure. Uh, and I agree. I mean, I don't know how often you will see this, but uh, you probably wouldn't be happy to see a, an Alluan Sand Slash probably. Because that would just wall you. <laughs> it got. Yeah. That, ooh. But yeah, I, I feel like Alluan Sand Slash probably gets a lot more play now because I've seen a lot of Glygars and Gliscors as well. It was already getting too much play. Yep. It was finally it getting the game. respect it deserved. But yeah, so Spark is now... So for everyone that thinks Spark was bad, it, it like got nerfed, What what's comparable moves to it now, didn't you? Yeah, the clones that it apparently has now, which a lot of people don't realize this, but we actually use Bullet Punch a lot with Metagross, and sometimes I've used it for uh, Lucario, but that's a clone to to Spark now in Leafage. My uh, man just throws Scissor out under yeah, a bus and doesn't yeah. even like, talk I was about, about to be like, does the Scissor also use it? Like the huh? king of Bullet Punch. Yeah. Yo, chill. Like, <laughs> God, I was getting to it. Why you oh, guys okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. moving on already. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> going to add a special little something. I was leading up to it. You, no, you, guys you said Lucario see? as like your guy. Yeah, he wanted to throw that Lucario in there. I'm biased. You guys know this. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first name I throw out there. Uh, but yeah, so it's like in comparison it would be the Bullet Punch and the Leafage uh, compared to Spark as well. So, um, I mean, I think, yeah, like I think like uh, Wildcat was saying, like I feel like in, in at least play, like it's going to be depending on your team, like what you're going to run. So, yeah, uh, which is funny because, like, w- like we all thought they were supposed to make Lantern worse, but that didn't really it, happen. It, I jokingly said they buffed Lantern. It wasn't a buff. It was a very much a side grade that added a little bit more flexibility to it. I completely. I was. I was in like the. I mean, then again, we also thought they were gonna they were gonna uh, nerf Medicham, but that didn't really happen. So, yeah. I mean, 
I've it, seen less Noctowl, so I feel like does does that mean like Trevin has more play now? I haven't seen one Noctowl. I've but I've seen... only done two sets. Oh. <laughs> but in those two sets, I have not seen one Noctowl. But I've you seen two Skarmory. You can't count any set before rank five. Because that's just the Wild West before. I think I'm still rank yeah. one. Hey, I'm, or, no, I'm, I'm rank eight, and today I, I faced like a couple of teams that had like a 600 CP Metacham. And I was I like, mean, guys, what are we doing here? I, I, I'm I'm rank 16 and faced some of those. But really? we'll talk about that later. Holy crap. Ooh. I want to save that story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want to talk about my team now. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's no, go, go ahead. What, what, well, what are you running? Is, because I was like, because we were talking about Dig and, and we we're talking about like you know Pokemon that we were using. Um, and I I've been trying out um Gligar, uh, not the Shadow, but just the regular one. But it's still been really good. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna tell you a team, and obviously there's two things that you guys are gonna probably notice immediately, and I want to know if you guys are able to get it. So the team is Gligar lead with okay. the uh Ace and Dig. You have Surfetch, Leaf Blade, Brave Bird. And then for the back line to close, well, it, it, it depends, but the other one in the back is Greninja. So two things that stick out with that team, which is what? Obviously, everyone knows. You Ash, they all have... Yeah, you Asher. Okay, but what am I really weak to with that team? So Gligar, Surfetch, and... Greninja. Like, there's one Pokemon that just completely like wrecks me. Medi is not good for you. It's not that bad, honestly. There's as one long Pokemon as you can get it on Gligar, it's not bad. You know, well, on, on, yeah, otherwise, you're you're a bad. Well, the ice I have screen, I have screenshots of Brave Birding the Medicham. Just FYI, is it so, is it a fairy? Yes, it is a fairy, actually. Slurpuff? <laughs> Hell no. Oh, A nine. Oh. It Ooh, it could A9's be bad. Probably not fun. Uh, Shadow A nine or top. I was gonna say top of Feeny. Azu. No, Feeny's not bad Azu. because you have Leaf Blade. Azu. Oh, Azu because of the one. Ice Beam. Azu just wrecks that team. Like I can't do Bubble shit with Greninja. I can. Like you don't have Leaf Blade. But that's the only thing I have. Like everything else is like shit against. Like yeah, Azu. I mean, you can you can chuck out about sixteen out, um, aerial aces, right? Like you can just be all day aerial ace. Well. An ice beam. If you do see how much it yeah. does, like it I'm not gonna like take five Gligars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the main one. Like I've beat Medichams. I've beat uh, uh, A9s as well. Shadows because they run Charm. Mm-hmm. So as long, as long as I you know see them in the in the lead. But I've been having a lot of fun with that team. Uh, what what main, rank are we at now? Uh, I think I was like 15. Um, are Are you happy with? Uh, using dig over uh, earthquake, even though like earthquakes like the nuke still, but it the like I know that when we were in member coaching, like we were even noticing like how much that ten damage like well, decrease actually um, affected some things. That's for Gliscor, right? Earthquake. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, I'm my head's totally maybe 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 return, but like I like uh the. The the dig a lot. Um, I mean, seven six is just ridiculously fast to a ground move. Yeah, you would. Yeah, the good thing is like the reason why this team like has been like fun is because I've been seeing less flyers. Even like Altaria is not bad into Gligar because like it's kind of bulky for what it is. So, um, that, that's yeah. a great point though, Matthew. We we were doing some practice in 
uh, members coaching, helping some folks get reps for Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And what we realized, we were like, oh, yeah, the earthquake nerf isn't that big of a deal. A regular Swampert can't one shot a Reggie Steel anymore. It leaves it after, you know, including the mud shots, but to get to the earthquake, it still leaves it one to two mud shots from death. Um, it isn't doing nearly as much as something like Umbreon or Frostlass. Yeah. So it actually, in those practice matches, the the Earthquake debuff actually flipped two or three of those battles. Is that non-Shadow Swamper? Or, or... That was non-Shadow Swamper. Yes. Okay, so sw- the Shadow would still probably kill with the Mud Shots. It would be close. It would it would be very very close. I would say I'd probably agree that it, it would be close. The non shadow for sure was where we noticed the biggest um, like difference. And then with um, Stungfisk, holy yeah, it, Stungfisk's earthquakes feel like they they just tickle now. Like, was that against like a Diggersby? Against a Metacham. <laughs> oh, against the Metacham too. Yeah. Okay. I, you can with 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 Stungfisk and Metacham, you can now fairly safely. Tank two earthquakes. That's good. To know. Now, of course, that is you know high rank Metacham. If you're right. a low rank Metacham or a quote unquote attack weighted, that may not be the case. But yeah, uh, earthquake on Steelix didn't even do half to a Reggie Steel. Like it was sad. I, I, I landed that and I'm like, okay, this is gonna. T-. That did nothing. Astro, I know Steelix is not attack heavy, but still, Earthquake, <laughs> you're used to it hitting, and you know it hits the Pokemon. Astro, so you've been sharing, you've been loving, you know, the screenshots that you've been sending to to the Discord. Can you right. give us a walkthrough of of this team that you've been using <laughs> and how and the how most, you've been using it? The most broken, busted team in the game right now. Yes. This, uh, this, this very uh, huge claim that you're making here. <laughs> it's Exploud lead, uh, uh-huh. Astonish Crunch and Boom Burst. Okay. Um. Then Ledian and uh, he- Helio. Oh, Helioptile. <laughs> yeah, Wait. that thing. No, Heliolisk. No. Heliolisk. <laughs> I keep Heliotile wanting to call the it little one. Yeah, that's what I keep <laughs> no. wanting to the call it. Helio. Helio. Tile or whatever. Samsonite. I was way off. Exactly. That's it. Uh, the electric normal. Yeah. Um, that thing is so much fun to use. <laughs> um, so basically, what I do with Xcloud is I literally just build up to the boom burst, and most of the time, people think you're throwing the crunch because it's two crunches. Uh, one boom burst is two crunches. Mm-hmm. Um. So you get up to the boom burst, and I just throw the boom burst um, on a full, well, kind of full health Azu, because Astonish really doesn't do much to Azu. Um, what's that screenshot? 70? Wait, you say about, what, 75% damage on that from one, from one boom burst? Uh, and then the, what was the, the Quagsire was what? three quarters of the way yeah and it knocked it out completely like it's insane <laughs> so we were very right that they made boom burst a better return yes it, it is like if a pokemon can learn boom burst and can learn return you actually should learn boom burst boom burst yep uh there was one which is 
Do, would you have ever thought something would be better than return as a normal type move? No, because return, like besides body slam, just being like easy to get to, like there was nothing really else normal. I mean, what tackle was, but that's fast move, but charge moves, nothing. Um, this thing is, it's so much fun and no one is expecting it. So it just like annihilates people. Um, Letty in, I've been able to the aerial ace buff helps Letty in so much because before you just felt dirty throwing an aerial ace. <laughs> like you felt like you were doing something wrong because it did like nothing to anything. Like yeah. even things that it was like super like it was super effective on, it just like didn't do anything. But I hit a Medichan with one, and it was it was nice because Ledian has a pretty high attack stat. Um, but uh, the Heliosept, whatever, Heli. Did Asher just say Ledian had a high attack stat? I'm pretty sure it does, doesn't it? <clears throat> no. What level is no. your Ledian? Fifty. What What do we know about Pokemon that have to get to level fifty to be viable in? Oh, then their attack stat is low. I think what do we compare this to? Like, a, a but wait, G-fisk? isn't doesn't Medichain have a higher? No, it's high bulk. Uh, Medicham, okay. Licky Tongue, these are high bulk Pokemon. Like it has a lower attack than Medicham. Oh, okay, it's like at one hundred and one. I feel Medichain. like it was just like what did I go up against? Where it's like the bug bites were just chunking it now, and I was like. This is weird. And I just was throwing aerial aces at it. I'm trying to remember. Deoxys? Um, like a psychic type? Was it, was it a psychic fully type. powered up? Yeah. Are you oh. certain? Because I've faced a lot of unpowered up Pokemon already. I think it was... It was... It was... So it I don't know. It's your your Ledian is pretty comparable to like a uh, Gligar. You just have more bulk. In the Ledian. Yes. So Ledian can easily take a wild charge from what it was it that it took a wild charge from? Double. No, it was. Maybe it was double. What else, runs... <laughs> what else runs wild charge? Oh, it was a Raichu. Okay. Right. It, it took it took a wild charge from a Raichu, fifty percent, and it took a ice beam from an Azu. Like it's, it's good. Okay, if it only it's did fifty percent, that what that that Raichu was absolutely not powered up because it should do about eighty percent. I was still in the yellow. <laughs> I let it go and went. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because so it's probably uh, underpowered. Yeah, definitely underpowered. Because with the volt switches, I think you actually should have died. Because volt switches are doing ten percent each. Yeah, that was an underpowered Raichu. Okay, it could oh, be a double. Go. Then let's see. Double ma- makes more sense. It was something That's, that had wild double. Du- it was probably a double. Double does half. Yeah. Okay. I just know it was an electric. It was a wild charge and. It did half. So, you know what? It was double because I threw the dynamic punch and it just annihilated it. There you go. (laughs) 
Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. Um, and then the the lizard, the electric lizard thing. That thing is just so fun. It's so fun. Did, did you watch Homeslash's video on it? I haven't. I heard he used it, and I, I like don't want to watch it because I don't want to see somebody using it better than me. <laughs> well, I mean that's that's said, you know. Uh, what, what you'll learn: just save shields for it. If it has a shield lead, it's going to win. Yeah. Well, that's the good thing about this team is you don't shield with Xbox. You just let it go, uh, so that you have shields for Letty and, and then the Electric Lizard. See, that's where you're misplaying. You shouldn't be shielding Ledian or Explode. All of your shields should be going into Helium Tile. Or I Helium mean, for Blitz. the most part, you the only time... You got me to do it. I hate you now. <laughs> <laughs> Heliolist could be where your shields are going with that team. I mean, yeah. I don't... There's not really much to shield for Ledian. Nope. And it's thick enough that it can take a move pretty well. Yeah. It took an Ice Beam from Azu. Yeah. That's not surprising at all. That probably does, what, 40%, if that? As you ice beam, 41%. Look at me. Yeah. It's almost it, like I can mm. math sometimes. <laughs> Keyword sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Speaking of math um, and toxic behavior, I've, I've done something this season. What you done? So, so, so you remember that chart we talked about last season, like maximizing your way to ELO? Mm-hmm. Well, my goal day one was to go one in 29, if that tells you what I was planning to do. <laughs> Wait, one in what? One in 29. <laughs> if you go one in 29 on day one, you get to be rank six. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Um, I ended up going nine and twenty-one because, my God, people are really fast at top lifting. <laughs> They're so much faster than you. <laughs> I know. I'm like, how? I'm, I'm already clicking on the button when the game starts. Like, you gotta how get good. Are you, you gotta get good at losing. <laughs> I'll teach um, you. I'll show you the ways. <laughs> I think I'm at like fifty-one and one hundred five right now, and I've if I haven't needed a win. I've ran from the battle or attempted to run from the battle. <laughs> the only problem I um, lost a CMP when I needed a win on the last battle of a set. That cost me the game. So I've wasted an entire set. Now. <laughs> so instead of being at rank 17, like I'm supposed to be, and I am on my uh, other account, I'm at rank 16 needing one more win tomorrow. So why do you want to say exactly why you wanted to go one in twenty nine? Just to maximize the battles I've been playing and make make it getting to Elo easier and faster. So before Great League leaves, I can be at Elo. Because from my is understanding, it easier or is it just more time efficient? It's both. Look, the battle at rank eleven when I needed to go from eleven to twelve and needed five wins. I, pay, I faced four teams that had 600 to 800 CD Pokemon. Because you got to think, everyone to get to rank 10 just pretty much has to battle. You don't have to win battles. So if you're dropping your hidden ELO, you're facing people that have no clue what they're doing. And I feel bad for that when, when I see Metal Claw G-Fisk. That explains why my day was the way it was. Because I, I did the same thing you did where I had a set banked for mm-hmm. the start 
and um, I I had a better win percentage on day one from people out top lefting me. <laughs> Yeah, well. <laughs> that was I was so angry. I, I, lost I got a four one. I got a four one one set, and I was using ten CP Pokemon. <laughs> so here, here's the secret. So if you're going to do this strategy, make sure your lead Pokemon is a real Pokemon. Because what I noticed was people that I was seeing real Pokemon, they were the ones out top lifting me, because they were trying the same strategy I was. So you want so you want them to think that you're going to tap. And then you then you top left quickly. It makes sense because if they see that ten CP Pokemon, they know what you're trying to do, so they're trying to get out even faster than you can. Yeah, well, it makes sense why you guys ran into those because if you're talking about hitting Elo, that means that you were on on par with those people that were top lefting. Yeah, you know, doing the same thing because I only see one person top left me rank one to ten. And you've been playing, you've been actually like, I was, playing, I, I, right? Yeah, because I'm actually like just trying that team for fun. Like, right. I mean, it's it's kind of like the same thing as you guys, but the difference is that like I'm actually just trying to uh, maximize and uh, learn different strategies for myself to yeah. improve through the season versus like just top lefting, which I could have done easily too. Which like I, Lyle did that, and other people did that last season, mm-hmm. and it made sense because like by the time they got to rank twenty, it, it they got you know rank 16 or uh, 15 like super quick because of yeah, what I you mean, said it's three it's i'm what we're three days three four days into the season and i'm already at 16 17 right now yeah because yeah because you said you're at 16 and that's because it makes it easier to face like other teams and again like we we may feel bad you know whatever it is but like if you're just trying to get to that elo as quick as possible you know you're just gonna do what you gotta do i think like it's important to note like the for me like the strategy behind like this process to get to uh like rank 20 or your elo the fastest is because you're now maximizing the amount of stardust you're getting from from wins so it's like a resource management strategy early on in the season that doesn't necessarily affect a lot of players past that point because once you're like hitting elo like now you are actually like quote unquote trying to well, even in, once you hit like battles. 16, 17, you're trying because you got to right. have 15 or 10, 15 or 10, 15, 20, 25, I think it is through wins so, to, yeah. to rank up. So even once you get there, you're still trying. So when I when I got to the point I was actually trying, I tried out a team of all new quote unquote, new move Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So I was running Air Slash, Aerial Ace, Mandibuzz, Aerial Ace, Galissapod, and Scorching Sand, Hyper Beam, Tackle Diggersby. Just let me tell you something that's real fun. They switch in that Charizard against Diggersby, thinking they've got it on lock. And, and then you the just hyper keep beam tapping that up, tapping that tackle, and you land that hyper beam that never gets shielded. I have never seen someone top left so fast in my life, other than when people were trying to top left. <laughs> <laughs> like it was literally the the animation hadn't even finished, and it was like battle. They come up in the bottom corner. Battle one. I'm like, <laughs> you couldn't even wait for the bat- the animation to finish before you top left. That's crazy. Cause like I with with Scorching Sands now, there's there's literally it makes no sense not to run Hyper Beam. Like I would expect that on every Diggers B. So yeah. and tackle, tackle Diggers B, you don't get walled by flyers. So even like the Altaria matchup, because Altaria got worse, you can take out an Altaria now if you can land that Hyper Beam. 
So it just depends if you're able to land that or not. Yeah. I said <laughs> if. And, and where the ELO I'm in currently, they like to shield moves very early. I've had a lot of aerial lace shielded from my Mandy Buzz. I'm like, this was going to do five damage. What are you doing? I'll why? Why are you running air slash on your Manda Buzz versus Snarl? Fighting coverage. Okay. Yeah. Because I was seeing a lot of fighting leads. Now, now I have since, now that I'm actually up into where I need wins, I now went back to the Lyle team from last, or, you know, the Lyle team. And it's working, you know, just as well as it ever did. It actually, in my opinion, the Chestnut, Frost slash Charizard team got better as long as you can get alignment on Carbink if they have it. Carbink is an issue. I was curious, um, with the the buff to like dig and stuff, do you and like the addition of scorching sands, do you think that carbink stock is gonna drop because of the amount of ground moves that are like now more relevant? I think carbink was something we overhyped that won't be as impactful as we expected. Whether that is because people don't have the XL candy for it still, or that they just said Ground moves here, everything. Let's make sure Carbink isn't a problem. Do you think Carbink them instead of maybe like an open Great League meta would be more uh, like used in the play circuit then? I think it's less likely to be used in the play circuit. What really? do you think, Dina? See, the thing is, I've been because I'm in other discords uh, that are like talking about this, and like some, I, I still see people talking about like how it's OP, like it's good. I mean, I feel like, okay, this goes back to, like, how you use it. Like, if you saw people use Cresselia, Deoxys in play, and they can make it work when other people were like, okay, this has no place in this play uh, meta, I think you can make Carbink work. It just depends on how you use it. But overall, do I expect a lot of them? No. But I'm sure there you will see some. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you'll see a few Basties every play tournament. You're, you're going to still see it. But it's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be top 12 usage. Oh, no, I'll no. put it. I don't think so either. I think Cresselia is top 12 usage this season. Registeel, Medicham, Lantern, these are all top 12 usage Pokemon now. Hmm. Um, also, I think when with Diggersby, I think, did you say tackle? I was running tackle, yes. Because I, I, I think you meant quick attack, right? Or quick attack, yeah, sorry. Because I was looking, I was trying to do a matchup right now with Deltarian. Yeah, it does help it. Uh, but then I was like, oh, wait, I don't think it learns tackle. Uh, yeah, quick attack, sorry. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, that's, that's interesting. So if you're with like that Mandibus team that you're running, uh, and there's like a Basti or a Carbink lead, for example, what would be like your safe swap? I wouldn't. I would let it go down and then come in to uh, Dickersby thereafter and just rely on my back Pokemon. Okay, because I, I, I thought the... It would probably still make sense to go Diggersby just because it does have the Scorching Sands. Oh. But they're just going to switch out of it, and then if I get stuck against my both of my other two Pokemon getting stuck against it, it's just an auto-loss anyways. So I would rather sl- um, sack the Mandy and save shields for Diggersby. Okay, yeah, because I the my 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 thinking is that you're trying to like lure something out because you're running an ABB team and the, typically like a Bastier Carbink has a Medicham or like a Victory Bell maybe in the back, so like it would just screw you if your Mandy's just gone. Yeah, it it is rough. I faced one of those teams, ended up winning because they they chose to not shield a Hyper Beam. 
come and come and think here. Uh, <laughs> We'd love to see those. Yeah, but definitely, like I said, I, I went back to the chestnut team. I, I honestly think the chestnut team got better because there's a strict lack of knockdown now. Yeah, actually, I didn't. I didn't realize. I didn't even think about running that. I may. I may go back to it. I think it's what I'm gonna be running to Elo at this point. Okay. Considering we have till Friday. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Christ, I keep forgetting. <laughs> I heard you say that you were going to run whatever until uh, Great League. You wanted to hit Elo before Great League went away, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it goes away on Friday." So I was looking. Do you guys have the um, the rankings for Ultra League? Up. Yeah. Yes. So. What Before are, we go to Ultra League rankings, should we talk about how Great League rankings changed? So since we're still in it right now, because they changed drastically. Uh, uh, Medichan is what? Medichan's one. Hmm. Um. Things. Let's see. Let's pick one that you was, that was up high that dropped super far. Stunfisk. Stunfisk. From two to fourteen. So that's a big. Sableye dropped. Uh, Scrafty dropped down to 12. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. I want to say Pelipper dropped for Pelipper some dropped. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Greedent moved up. Mudshot Greedent? Oh my god, that thing is fun. <laughs> that thing is, is, is very annoying. <laughs> Mudshot Greedent in the zero, or in the ones, beat Reggie Steel. If you get one debuff. For the... Okay. Because you go straight crunch. With one debuff, it beats Reggie still in the ones. Because it's just that freaking spammy. So you know... Don't the- ask me... Don't, don't, don't ask um, Mr. Mold how I know that or anything. <laughs> so do you want in the biggest loss? Go ahead. Knocked out. Oh, yeah. One twenty three. <laughs> Lickitung dropped real far. Oh, Lantern too. dropped as well. No, Lan- Lickitung. No, went Lickitung way up. went up. It's number oh. three. Was it higher? Dropped big time. No, Lickitung. Yeah. I don't remember it was Lickitung necessarily five or being seven, that high. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Area. Okay. So the actual top ten: Metacham, Carbink, Lickitung, Registeel, Shadow Swampert, Shadow Gligar, with a massive climb. Swampert, Shadow Polyrath, Gligar, and yet with another massive climb, Stilix. Damn right. Stilix may be the single best safe swap in Great League now. What was that? Say it, say it again. Stilix may be the single best safe swap in Great League now. Okay. Clipped it. It's okay. You, I, you're fine. I, I I was in shock too. And what's even scarier about Stilix, you don't have to run Breaking Swipes Earthquake. That's what it's recommending. Depending upon your team comp, any of its secondary charge moves, I would say is considered viable. Crunch, psychic fangs, like the things you nasty. can run heavy slam. Yep. If your team is weak to fairies, run heavy slam. No fairy's gonna shield it. Because who runs Heavy Slam? 
I say that as watching it happen on stream multiple <laughs> times to people. Like, and, oh, all right. So, so read off the read off the Ultra League listings here, Astro. Okay. So coming in at number one, we got Reggie Steele. Just that didn't change. Two Steelix. That's a big upgrade. Three Cabalion, Cresselia, Reggie Rock, Steelix Shadow at six, Zygarde Complete Form at seven, Reggie Steel Shadow at eight, Giratina nine, Reggie Rock Shadow ten. Giratina Witch. Uh, altered. So legs. Yeah, legs, legs. <laughs> um. Machamp Steelix yet again, big winner here. Machamp, it's looking it, real nice in Ultra League. It's coming. I think it it has play again. Machamp I, with payback, cross shot payback. I would agree. You have yeah. let's see, steel, 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 rock. It literally can beat payback on Giratina. More than half of the top ten. Greedent, Double, Aurorus, Pidgeot is probably not that close. Pidgeot wrecks it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, because I think now with the way it is, I don't think Rock Slide is, is the preferred move. I would say Payback because you would need it if you get stuck against Cresselia or Giratina. Last, last season, I saw a lot of cross-chop Paybacks. Yeah, on there. So, so what was the top Ultra League electric Pokemon last season? <laughs> That's top electric? Yep. Is it Magnezone? Ampharos? Ampharos. Oh, okay. It's like in the eighties, right? Yeah. Least, guess where? Yeah. It's at, guess where Ampharos is at now? Well, Heliosec is higher than that. It's gonna get there. Oh, so <laughs> I'm the build up. <laughs> Wait, how did Ampharos drop down that low? Holy! So wasn't Ampharos uh, always that low? Or it was like it was in like the hundreds, like high yeah. hundreds. Rewind and let me do this again. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's got to be like in like the 30s. <laughs> no, but you know what is in the 30s? Zapdos. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> fake disappointment. Damn Get out of here with that. Heliolisk uh, is ranked 35 in Ultra League. Picking up wins against Charizard, Giratina Altered, Walrein, Cresselia. Heliolisk beats Cresselia. And Swampert. The electric type beats Swampert. That's for, well. I mean, it's because it, it's it's got the uh, grass knot. G- the grass knot. <laughs> so it's breaking spot. Grass knot is just preferred move for Ultra League. And Jeez. my God, four, I have three, a rank 50. four three three with the volt switch to grass knot. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, and only three two three two. I think it's three two or three three two. Three two two two. That's, dis- that's disgusting. 
<laughs> that is that is actually disgusting. <laughs> it almost beats Reggie Steel. It's a four twelve batting battle rating against Reggie Steel. Is it really? And What's... you do not even have a super effective move to hit Reggie Steel with, and it's a four twelve battle rating. <laughs> Forty nine. Bye, Amphros. Bye, Wildcats team, because Heliolisk beats my entire team from last season. It literally single-handedly could wipe my entire team. Oh my gosh. Yo, the you you get to throw four breaking swipe debuffs at it. That's crazy though. The focus blast with all the debuffs before it kills you will only do half. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, Machamp is looking really good now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daniel like, Heli- you, you guys made fun of me last week when I was like, Heliolisk is going to be really freaking broken. I don't think it's broken. I mean, it's good. I think it's, but it's real not good, broken. though. I do it's think it's real, real good. good. I, I think, like, it's <clears throat> like. It does okay. get fairly walled by Steelix, though. Yes. Yes, it does. But yeah. everything else in the top 10. Doesn't necessarily wall it. It can at least fight back against everything else in the top ten. How Wait, how is no, it going to do with the be like, energy advantage? Cobalion would murder. Yeah, it. Verizon would wreck it too. Yeah, I said top ten. Any yeah, any Cobalion. of the fighters? Yeah, for sure. Let's see. yeah, because Cobalion, you're getting three three every time, so you're, you're you're only getting off that one. You're not even getting off the first breaking swipe before. They get their first move off. Yeah, you're resisting everything with Steel type with Cobalion, so yeah, you get walled by that. Yeah, but either way, I mean, just something that was completely useless before moving that far up in Ultra League, I would say that's the big winner. I mean, didn't Greedon move up? It's number thirteen. Greedon did move up. It was like top thirty or forty before, though. It wasn't that Heliolisk was top like three hundred before. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think I, it was I mean, even in the rankings. I'm like, <laughs> you, you looked it up before? Because like, I didn't even look that up. <laughs> we looked it up when we announced that it was going to be in the game and have not talked about it since. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I don't know what rank it was at all. But I think, unfortunately, I think all these move updates actually made Pidgeot worse. It, do, it just kind of lost its place. Because there's so much steel bulk in the top now. That's why yeah. Mandibus looks better in, over Pidgeot now. Yeah. Yeah, it does, Matthew. Asshole. I know. Uh, yeah. So I was looking, you know what I was thinking, Dino? <laughs> maybe the uh, Machamp Snorlax team comes back with like a. I don't know about Snorlax. Of, instead of running Gengar, have something else in there? I don't know about Snorlax. So what you could do. Superpowers. Body slam? Is instead of if you don't like, I feel like maybe you can replace Snorlax for Registeel if you have it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we we don't have it. But, but Ash didn't oh, use Registeel. Daniel, what are you doing here? We, we, we're not talking about. We're talking about him. Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I have Registeel. <laughs> he so said Machamp. Use... He okay. said Machamp. So well, Shadow Machamp, right? We yeah. want to go Shadow here. Yeah, and Shadow Snorlax. I I do really like the the whole Machamp thing. Like sh- specifically Shadow Machamp with payback. I feel like it's gonna be huge. Even in the open Ultra League meta, uh, looking at everything that got a buff, like it, like there is not much flash. Even against a Pidgeot, <clears throat> the uh, cross shop straight cross shop still does really well. 
Mm-hmm. Like it gets it down to like ten or eleven HP. So if you even get stuck against that, like it seems like it's gonna be really good against everything that's here. So last season Glissopod really jumped up. Do you think this move update hurt Glissopod in Ultra League? It's still a twenty-two. Which is crazy, but it's not it's not suggesting it for it to use the Aerial Ace. Yeah, it's wanting X Scissor Liquidation, which actually in my opinion in, in great or in Ultra League makes sense because there's just not many fighters that it would hit super effectively. Yes, Verizian, Scrafty, Machamp, but outside of that oh and Polyrath. I think the, the the X Scissor buff made that move still more viable than the aerial ace buff. Mm-hmm. Hold up, what rank was Hitmontop at before? I don't even think it was like relevant because <laughs> that's higher than my 30? my that lizard. Just FYI, I'm pretty sure that was higher like in the three hundreds because like now it has an ice move that it can hit the dragons with. Hitmontop, I think, was top fifty. Um, yeah. But it wasn't the top fighter. I, I still think Machamp was the top fighter, if memory serves me correctly. Okay, hold up. So let's pause on Shadow Machamp real quick. So what about Hitmotop? <laughs> well, <laughs> which, just remember, Hitmotop has to be XL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's super XL. Yeah, yeah it's like... Yeah. You need hundo. To, you have to have Hundo, right? hundo it's a and hundo. full level 50. Yep. Yeah, and even then it's a 2438 CP. Oh, yep. so you got a best buddy and everything. So primate. Oh. <laughs> Isn't primate like primate? Yo, wait. <laughs> annihilate. Let's talk about annihilate real quick, though. <laughs> There's hey, a reason that, I mentioned that actually it. is an important thing to mention, though. PV poke or not PV poke? Um, Poke Genie now has all generation eight and nine Pokemon in Poke Genie for scanning. So make sure you're scanning your Mankeys, your Dunsparces, your Giraffe Rigs, your um, the Deer Stantlers for Weird Ear. Weird. All of those are in Pokey Genie now. Was Stantler was Weird Deer an evolution, or wasn't it its own? It was an evolution of Stantler. It was an evolution. Okay, I felt like it was its own. I don't know why I felt like it was its own th- thing. What was the- that? From Sandler to to Weird Deer, yeah. I'm not actually familiar at all with that. That was just, that was Arceus, right? That was Arceus, and I don't remember Stantler. Stantler went into Weird Deer. Yep. Okay. Um. Why do I so, just keep hearing like a weird deer? Like, <laughs> weird deer. that's what I was saying. <laughs> so, okay, so we're, we're going to do it live on the show, boys. We're going to see what I get. I have a Hundo Tyrogue. Oh god, here comes Oh, he's going to get a hit my chan. I'm not watching. Oh god. And it's it's, it's so it's oh, so you're you're evolving it. He's yep. evolving it. It's just a white screen. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 Okay, 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 okay. okay. Hold up. Don't look. And close your eyes. And no. <laughs> I called it. <laughs> no. It's a hippo chan. <laughs> Ripperoni. Damn. And I actually almost have the XLs to build it even. It's the sad part. I built it. So many Tyrogues. Ice punch. Ice punch. Uh, power up punch. Is there a way to. Like, how does Tyrogue evolve? Like. <sighs> Stand by. I, 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 it's based yeah. on stats. Right. So if um, it's a Hundo, oh, is it. Yeah. Like, it's random. Random then? 
Yes. Okay, so Tyrogue, if defense is highest, okay. will evolve into Hitmonchan. Huh? Oh, shit, for real? I thought it so was if the attack is higher, it's... I'm trying to... Yeah, because I was like, I, I just, I completely forgot about that because it's kind of like the evolution. Okay, all you... of my Tyrogues have high defense, so <laughs> let me go look up the formula. You guys talk about. Uh, well, yeah, but yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, because we were talking about like new, newer Pokemon, like you know, or checking your um, primates and stuff. There's a new Pokemon that's actually confirmed coming to the game, or is in the game already. Is is Lechonk in? Like active by the time the show comes out, but before we jump that way, let's finish up what I was saying. Here. Okay, HP is Hitmonlee, defense is Hitmonchan, HP is Hitmontop. Huh. And if Wait. two stats are equal, it will be a random between the two possibilities. R- or repeat, three possibilities. repeat what you said. I thought you said HP twice. Defense is Hitmonlee. Or no, I'm sorry. Attack is Hitmonlee. Okay, that's that's okay. Defense Hitmonchan, HP Hitmontop. So a hundo is random. Hundo is random. Or if let's say you have a zero, 15, a 15, 15. zero fifteen fifteen, it'll be random between Lee and Top. Got you. Just try and catch the Hitmontop. Just go for just go for the evolved. <laughs> What's worth? I'm sitting on three shiny ty- Tyrogues right now in my inbox, and they're oh. all three Hitmonchans. Oh, also, uh, like for the listeners, if you have a Tyrogue and it's um, and you know that you want to evolve it into a specific thing, double move it as a Tyrogue because you'll save yourself. I think it's sixty five thousand Stardust for the second move cost. So just seventy five. Yeah. Public public uh, service announcement. (laughs) Yeah, save sixty five because it's ten. Steve. Yeah, ten minus yeah. or seventy five minus. Oh yeah, you save. Yeah, 10. don't don't do what I did. Okay, now yeah. Astro, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I poo pooed on you, Astro. Now we can talk about the most amazing event ever. That I don't care what's spawning. I care about Lechonk. Why you're you, so? Oh, I thought we were talking about community. Day. Funny, <laughs> funny side tangent, Astro, is when you played me in the TCG for the first time online, mm-hmm. like online, and you had the uh, Lechonk deck sleeves. Yep. I I literally was like, "That's cool. How do I get that?" And I like gr- <laughs> after you went after like we were done, I grinded for like three more hours so I could get that. So you could get it, get enough <laughs> yeah. points. I love I love Lechonk. Uh, it's definitely the Badoof. That it took over as Badoof, but um, PV Poke like about an hour ago uh, made a post about Lechonk and Oiklon. They're not great. Uh, Fourteen so, and twenty nine. Yeah, I mean they're not great, but Oiklon, from what it says, uh, take notes from Munchlocks with tackle, body slam, and ground coverage. Uh, the ground coverage here is dig. Um, other normal types still beat it in bulk, but it's fun to have regardless. Note that female Oinkalone has the higher stat product than the male. Wait, Oinkalone. what? Yep. Uh, so female what? is 110 attack, 110 defense, 166. The male is 118 attack, 102 defense, 156. So why does this... 
like is why is it different like versus like um the jelly first i've i didn't i never realized it i, I, was I like, didn't know either does this have to do something That's with like, the I, new generation i was looking at it and i was like why does it keep saying female female like on the on the rankings and i'm like so yeah. then that's when i read this and i was like huh the yeah fuck? so that event we talked about it last week we don't have to dwell on it but the paldea adventure a paldea paldean adventure starts tomorrow for us it's already started for the listeners the big important thing four times catch dust four hey, times catch dust what astro <laughs> what do you, do you want to hear something funny oh it's not it's not funny <laughs> it's Wait, it's just expected <laughs> what'd you do <laughs> I was getting so pissed off because I thought the Paldean Pokemon were already released. And me and the kids went for like a walk. And it's it is so hot outside here. It is so hot in Florida right now. So like I'm melting and I'm like, they're having fun. Cause like that we have a gym, we have um I have a gym that you can remote to that does like five stars. So we got like a Cartana. They get the kids got a Cartana's. Um, which I didn't realize I never had one. So I had I got it got one for the first time. Um and did then, you not finish your GoFest research from last year? No, I did. You got I don't one know. as part of the GoFest research last year at level it, fifteen. It showed up as a thing. So maybe I didn't get one from that research. Oh, everyone! Did, did you pay for GoFest last year? I did. You I don't know. finished the research. I bet. <laughs> I mean, that's a year. Like, I mean, I'm I'm bad, but that's a year. I um, just finished it on my alt account yesterday. But uh, so we're walking around, and so first thing, the full evolution spawns. Around my house have been insane. Medichan, Umbreon's everywhere. I caught an evolved rank 30 Umbreon. That's awesome. Like I just had a Nido King pop up in my backyard. Um, so we're walking around. Now I didn't say anything about them because I wanted the Paldean like Pokemon to like pop up and then be surprised and like whatever. So we have I now have a rocket gym, like a gym that does like the rocket whatever's right in like the front part of like my complex. So we were going to go do um what was it? Whatever the three star is right now. I don't even remember. There's Metagross? No. Three star rocket. Three star rocket. Oh. I forget uh, what it was. We ended up not doing it because I by the time we got like three quarters of the way there, that's when I realized that the Paldean Pokemon were not evolve uh, spawning because the event didn't start until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you oh, Astro, typical moment. <sighs> but yeah, four times dust, four times XP as well from catching. This event is going to be amazing. Even oh, if the spawns are lackluster. So the Forex dust, how much dust did you guys get from like the Charmander community day this past weekend? I 
Because oh, this is going to be like a good indication of like if you were grinding for the Charmanders and you continue that same trend, like those gains are going to be the exact same. Less or 10, it's going to be actually more because of the four. Less than 10,000? What's I up? The, I said I got less than 10,000. <laughs> I finished the research. I got the research finished. Okay. Th- thank you. Thank you again. Uh, was it B, was Uncle B, B Stud? Yeah, Uncle B Stud. Thank you so much for the research. I did finish it. Uh, from home. Thank God for an instant spawns, because otherwise I would have not got it finished. Because it was college football kickoff Saturday. I watched college football the entire day on Saturday. How did Kentucky do? Oh yeah, we we won forty four to fourteen. Okay, and I've never felt more angry about that that kind of score. Okay. <laughs> because we should have won probably 60 to 14. But just early in the game, it, it was it was week one. It, it was a standard week one. Come out very flat. Lots of growing pains. Team has a lot of potential. If Horsey comes back, and he, he is, um, he's not hurt for the season. We just got confirmation like a few hours ago. He'll be back in a few weeks. Um, who was our senior captain lineman? Like okay. the anchor of the O O line. Okay, went down. But so he's good. That, but he, but he's going to be back in a few weeks. Okay. So we play he, this coming Saturday. I will not be on stream. Dino's all on his lonesome this weekend. Um, I'm actually taking my daughter to her first game. Mm. Like cannot oh, wait. Oh, that's going to be cool. And it's against the, the the football team that's literally like 20 minutes south of us, EKU. Eastern Kentucky University. Keep in mind, yes, you're looking at a map. 20 minutes south of Lexington is not Eastern Kentucky. It's squarely Central Kentucky still, but we won't go there. Okay, so Astro, so so Wildcat slacked off on this Community Day event. Did you get more than 10,000 dust? On on what? The that's Charmander. A no? <laughs> that, that's a that's no. That's a no? Yeah. <laughs> no. What okay. the heck? No. Yo, I ain't sleeping on that. Dino, so so did on. you represent the pod? Yes, wait, wait, I did. Wait, wait, time out. Okay, before, time we, out. before we get into that, <laughs> I just want everyone to know how much my loyalty to the podcast and everything is so much better than Wildcats. Because right now, Clemson is playing Duke, and I'm recording the podcast. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Would you like to know the score, buddy? I already know the score, but it doesn't matter. That's why he's not watching it. <laughs> I'm not watching it. I have, I do have the thing up so I could check the scores. It's, it's still a one point game. It's fine. No, it's not. Yeah, it's seventeen or it's thirteen to one seven. One score game. Yeah, you one said score one game. Point game. No, you one said score one point? game. You said point. What's the difference? A score is six points. One point is one point. Yeah, one point is one point. Yeah. Score points, like <laughs> okay. Tomato, uh, tomato. Dino, uh, tell uh, us uh, how you did for community day, and then because I want to talk about the before we like move on to what we said we were going to talk about today uh, for regionals and stuff. I want to talk about the three starters, um, just so people know what really to catch and what not to bother with like after you just get your dex entries um, yeah so good um yeah so i i ended up getting i think 
almost close to 400k uh dust i'm almost at three mil so you know soon enough we're gonna be catching up uh to somebody so we'll, really we'll see how i'm that at goes. seven currently I mean, at the pace that you're going, I'm slowly catching up. You're staying like still, so yeah. But you ain't you ain't going to be able to to, not, to don't challenge to me. I'll do it. You I'll you can't it. not spend. I know you bet. Challenge accepted. Yeah. Okay. Here's he your bet. He's going to put the shill credit card away. <laughs> here's, here's your bet. If you spend any dust before you're at seven million, I got to choose five Pokemon for you to build. So you're gonna have to trust my word because you won't know necessarily if I do or don't, right? It, it, uh, it's a gentleman's bet. <laughs> so build your Heliolisk now. Yep, so. I'm building everything right now. Too late. It's already done. <laughs> I I um, give them till midnight. <laughs> give them till nope. midnight. Nope. And then at midnight, whatever Listen. he has to screenshot whatever he has at midnight. And then that's where it Listen, starts. Listen, I don't need to win any bet. The feeling of just passing him <laughs> at one point is the only the only thing that I get out of it. So I will say I'm probably building Heliolisk as soon as that Ultra League comes around. Because the thing is, I can't say because like we just started the season. There's no shot that I'm not going to build anything. So I'm not doing that bet first of all. So I'm just saying I'm going to be catching up. That's all I'm saying. But okay. yeah, go ahead, Asher. Go ahead. You know. Well, you know hold on, uh, Matthew. Oh yeah, Matthew. Matthew wait, wait. wait, yeah, Matthew. What? How, how'd you do talking, trying to throw shade at me for? I wasn't not- throwing shade. I mean, my you threw shade at yourself. I said you looked at ten thousand. Like, what is that? Like twenty catches? I mean, I did zero. So, <laughs> uh, I actually did go walking around. I got two hundred and fifty k dust from it, but I was also using like star pieces and stuff. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, I mean, I can't even ask them. So, Matthew, how many? XLs. Did you keep track of how many XLs you got? Yes. Um, okay. I got at least. I'm trying. I don't know the exact numbers like I usually do, but I did get over 500 XLs. Yeah, which is which is crazy because I I did the whole. Well, I think I did four hours. Oh, not one. Am I saying four hours? Two hours and a half of the event, and I got like over 700 XLs, which was yeah. like what I needed because my plan was to get the you know level 50 Charizard. So, did you want uh, at least enough XL so you could build two? Yeah. So, yeah. I sh- I have yeah I have two and more than enough Stardust. You know. Do you have the Hundo or the functional Hundo? I have the the I have the Hundo. I don't have the Fundo. Oh so. okay. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah no no I don't. That's have that. okay. Don't That's okay. It's a one day one day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, these stars look weird. I I don't necessarily like them, but they have interesting typings, right? They do, but. Because of how memorable this community day is, we totally forgot to talk about the fact that there's a bug that's getting community day. We're talking about starters. Let's finish the conversation we're on first. (sighs) Are we going to forget about it? Because I forgot about it until Matthew's on top of us. (laughs) If Matthew didn't remind me, I would have just completely like blown through this and like forgot about it. Like I know that we we mentioned it like pre-recording <laughs> recording and i didn't want us to not mention it at all uh, so the the pokemon being released within the ne- i'm just going to cover the next two events all at one time um you have bombier skeletor and i'm going final evolutions here skeletor edge how do you pronounce it quackaval quackaval mouse karata oinkalong and Baxcalibur. 
are all being released during this event. These two events that's coming up in the next week. Yeah. Um, we now can actually sim each of these against Great League meta. So Bombier is 21 and 23. So very playable. However, it's raid locked. Yeah. And at 20, let's see, what, what would it be here? Let's go 10, 10, 10. You can use a raid IV in Great League. So that's the good news there. Um, Bombier, having wing attack, fly, and aerial ace, is 21 and 23. I'd say that's worth rating for in Ultra League. We'll go each league at a time here. Scully Reg, 16 and 28. Quackleval, 19 and 25. Mouscarada, 18 and 26. Oinkalong, 14, 29 and 1. Baxcalibur, 16 and 28. For Great League, right? For Great League. Okay. Um, also important note, Baxcalibur had its stats changed greatly. Wait, its stats changed? Its stats changed significantly. How could they change the stats? They do, for some Pokemon, and it's actually happened mostly to legendaries, they will minutely change their stats to nerf them some. As we mentioned last time, Baxcalibur was going to be absolutely freaking broken in Master League. Right. So they had to nerf his stats to bring it in line with everything else. Its um, stats were going to be legendary-based stats, pretty much. So what's the difference now? Like, I don't remember what the stats were, but I can tell you what they will be officially now. Um, but that was put out by Pokemoners earlier th- last week. So let's go up to Ultra League here, and I've got to redo all of these. Give me a second. Maximize stats. Bombier will be um, an XL in Ultra League. Just letting you know. Scalier Edge is non-XL. Quackaval is non-XL. Uh, Mascarada is non-XL. Winkalong. Very uh, XL. And Baxcalibur is non-XL. Oh, so they, they did nerf it in Master League. Massively a nerfed lot. it. Yeah. We'll get there, though. Yeah. Ultra League meta, we're looking at Bombier actually being meta-relevant at 27 and 21. And 1. So a po- over 50% win rate. Scully Ridge, 25-24. Quackaval, 25-24. Mascarada, 10 and 39. <laughs> oh, poor Mascarada. Oh, did I, did, I, did I not update it to level? It's level, no, it's 2496. I, I did, okay. Uh, Oink 20 and 29. Baxcalibur, 17 and 32. So once again, Baxcalibur really is a Master League Pokemon. Now we're going to max all these babies out. If I can do that, Master League. Someone talk while I'm clicking buttons, please. No, I was just uh, looking up uh, Bombardier uh, mm-hmm. really quick, and the PV Poke recommended move set for it has Fly. Yeah, that's why I which, said Fly and Aerial Ace. 
the this would be the second Pokemon in the entire game to learn fly. The first mm-hmm. one being Balloon Pikachu. Yeah, I was gonna say Pikachu is the only one that has that. I yeah. I was like, I didn't even know what the stats are for fly. <laughs> it's 45 energy for 80 damage. It's a good move. Wow. Yeah, it's not that bad, actually. Holy shit. Um, Bombier in Ultra, or Master League level 50. Oh, hold on. That's not Master League Pokemon. That I was like, that make, doesn't make sense. Master League. And we're not going to talk Premier this se- right now because it's not coming it's this not season. Yeah. Uh, Bombier is 3 and 32. Scary Ridge 9 and 26. Quackaval six and twenty nine, Masquerada seven and twenty eight, Oikolong one and thirty. Who does Oikolong pick up? It beats Snorlax. Hmm. <laughs> uh, and Baxcalibur, it was twenty six and seven. I think it was what we were twenty seven and six or twenty six and seven. It was like definitely above like twenty seven for sure, like twenty seven yeah. or twenty eight. I don't yeah. remember. Uh, it's down to twenty and fifteen, so still very viable, actually. Mm-hmm. But not broken anymore. It's not beating Zacian, for example. Whereas last time, it will it beat Zacian pretty easily. Wasn't its attacks at like two forty something? Yeah, like now it's, it's two twenty six. Yeah, God, they they really just like not they didn't wreck it. It's still good, but it's like, good, but it's not broken. And I think it was needed, if, if especially with it being an egglock Pokemon. After, I'm assuming it's going to be egglocked. It will be rarely in the wild for the event and then in 10 kilometer eggs. And what have we learned about things like Jangmo O? It's in the wild, but is it in the wild? Not really. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, of these, I think you're targeting four of the Pokemon. Or, no, three of the Pokemon Bombier, Scully Ridge, I'd say four, Quackaval. And Baxcalibur. I think those are the ones PvP-wise you're actually targeting. Most of those are for the Ultra League. Baxcalibur for Master League. So, yeah. Uh, so PV Poke also posted, like, just for the starters. Um, I, they, You know, he said the same thing. Skelliridge is, like, the top one um, out of the starters. Um, it does say... He does say it's very comparable to a low Marowak, but less bulky, but it has better coverage. Um, I think it's because it's got that disarming voice. Yeah, it has it has access to disarming voice and crunch as mm. well as flamethrower. So it has it has a good move variety. Yeah. Um, Quaquavel, uh saying is is a glass, basically a glass cannon. Um, yep. Good charge moves. It has wing attack. Um but you still want Polyrath um, as your water fighter. Uh, but the fact that it has wing attack makes it extremely interesting for a fighting cup, which we've already had. Um, and then he also put like a little note not to count out Quaxley for Little Cup. Uh, I don't know what Quaxley's moves are, so <laughs> I would just take him on that. <laughs> Uh, and mouse meow scarada. Uh, this is what's interesting. So normally we always say like, oh, well, maybe this Pokemon could be good after it gets its community day move. He's pretty much said even after frenzy plant. Uh, 
it's it's still useless. It doesn't have a fast move that's going to do anything for it because it only has leafage and charm. Little Cup Quaxley is nineteen and twenty. That's not bad. It's not bad. Does it still does it lose to Ducklet? Ducklet's ban. No, in we're the, just talking about open, the, no, just open. like oh, okay. in general. Oh, okay. Little Cup. Yeah, it loses to Ducklet badly. Okay. Hmm. So yeah, uh, Meow Scarada uh, is a Dex filler, but don't even. It's not even one of those Pokemon where. May, it would like he literally says it has to get a better fast move. So they would literally have to give it two moves on a community day for this thing to be. They and, and the problem is most of the time, other than Water Shirk and all the other signature moves, have been charge moves. Yeah. What's really nice about um, it's Masquerada's charge move, or, or I'm sorry, signature move. It always creates in the main series. Which means it always does double damage. However, that means it's probably going to be an attack up charge move, which doesn't help it. No. Nada. So, yeah, definitely some interesting stuff coming. Yep. Uh, and four times does. Speaking of interesting stuff, even though Astro's poo pooing on it. Well, because it's the middle evolution that's what's the one, like, it's. The middle evolution is the one that matters, not the final one. Do you want? Do you know how much it matters, though? I mean, it matters a lot, but it's it's not something that you need to play a community day for. That's what like that's why to me it's just like a meh community day. The, you know, the middle gets the move too, right? Yeah, but it doesn't have to be it. That's going to be an, it, it's standard move pool. That doesn't need to be elite TM'd. That I don't know. No, I don't think. I think it's. I think it's going to be an elite TM. Like I think it's considered a, a community they move. It, it's for a it community well. they move for, for the middle, middle evolution. Ev- would that be the first time that that's ever happened? Yes. That's if why that's it's, the it's, case. They better. They better give more than one because that's fucking ridiculous. What do you mean, give more than one? Like what? They should be giving away more than one elite TM. Like. Because I'm pretty sure in the research you'll get an elite TM probably or something. I mean, this past research day we got one of each. Yeah, I don't this past the you had to yeah, purchase. Past but that was for the same price though as yeah. the previous ones, so yeah. it was a good deal, right? So Volt Switch giving charge back Volt Switch, it does not lose any matches that it ha- it currently wins, mm-hmm. but it picks up Medicham, Toxicroak, and Venusaur. All three of those super meta relevant Pokemon. So this is actually a good thing for Chargebug. So this takes Chargebug from a negative win ratio up over to a positive win, win ratio of 22, 21, and 1. So this do, this is actually a good community day for Chargebug. It's Vikavolt is like five moves away from being good is the problem. It needs a new fast move, a new charge move. It, needs, it just needs rework to make it viable. But Chargebug with its bulk is already good. Mm-hmm. And this just makes it bluntly better. I think, was there any play at all for this in Ultra League? Not necessarily Chargebug, but... Vikavolt, Ultra League, I resim it, but I, don't, I think it was bad. Yeah, from what I saw, I don't think there was no play for it at all 
Like, uh... It was, I think Evolution Cup was the one that Charger Bug was very popular, right? And Evolution Cup, this would be really good now with the harder-hitting move. But I don't think we have that this season, right? Nope. So, I don't know when the hell we're going to use this. Oh! And, and keep in mind, Charger Bug and Vikable are banned for the Electric Cup. That Fuck. is later on I was really season. about to yeah, say that. I, know. <laughs> I was like, wait! And then I'm like, he just like... Regardless of which Vikavolt you have, it's 15 and 34. It picks up one win and drops one win. So bad. So with Volt Switch, it actually drops Pidgeot, but it picks up Obstagoon. Listen, there's going to be one day when it has good moves, so I'm going to try to still get a good rank uh, Vikable just in case. I don't Never know. know. I, don't, I don't know what move you could give it, because it already has Spark, Mud, Spark, Mud Slap, Volt Switch, and Bug Bite. X Scissor and Discharge. It has good moves. I think... Yeah, I think it's, it's just its stats. Uh, I mean, I don't think... It, it's going to be like, okay, so specifically PB Poke said, even with this uh, Charger Bug being with Volt Switch, it said it should increase its play in theme cups. It's like yeah. specific, right? So same thing with uh, Vikable. I feel like if it gets like a wild charge, for example, because he even said it himself, you won't see much use PvP until it gets a move like wild charge. Which yeah. I, I can see that happening. And again, that's why like you always make sure to have everything just in case because I don't have a freaking level 50 uh, Rhyperior because I slept on it. So, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, you just don't want to sleep on stuff. And I think Conky was another one that made that comment on Discord. Don't sleep on shit. Just get everything that you can can while you can. So, same thing with the starters. Just saying. Even if they suck. Rhyperior is only up to 55. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, w- that's why I don't sleep on shit anymore. That's why I became a shield like all of a sudden. <laughs> so uh, this this is why you guys are you guys can talk. You know, whenever I I you know build this stuff. Before we move on to play, have you have you played any Little Cup yet? Element Cup Remix. I tried, man. I I got bored. I just wanted to try the because like I noticed in the Little Cup, I'm not able to try the the new moves. So I'm like, I want to try the new moves. So I wanted to Great League. I don't know if anybody else tried it, but I didn't touch it. You, what? You didn't try Magical Leaf Chikorita? Hell no! Didn't touch that. I just, all. I just went Great League. Xplod is is broken, so there's no reason <laughs> to go anywhere else. No okay, said. fine. You've shut us down. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> is that all I have to do? Is just mention Xplod being broken and we can. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, should we mention really quick our custom meta for this month? Yes, so our own Lyles Jeff, who was our faction specialist for Justicar, really just fell in love with this meta, apparently, because he's like, let me redesign Justicar for the Great League. So we're, we're doing Justicar Remix, is what I'm calling it, in the Great League. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So your loud typings, bug, electric, fairy, fighting, fire, and ice, banned Pokemon, megas, ground typing, Toxicroak, Aurorus, Alolan Golem, Alolan Geodude, Alolan Graveler, Carbink, Tapu Fini, and Lantern. Um, the Sim Darling is number one. Who, who's the Sim Darling, Nastro? Do you know who I'm, who I'm talking about with Sim Darling? Toga Mario. Yeah, he's number one. Because he's I, awesome. I don't think he's going to be that good, actually, because number two is Shadow Alola Marowak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> well, there goes that. <laughs> uh, Gengar, Alola Marowak, number four. Are you ready for it, Astro? Are you ready? Give it ready? to me. Risu is number four. Ooh. And it actually, that it does pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, Haunter, Charizard, Dragalge, Magnazone, Shadow Charizard. That's your top ten. I've got my Shadow Alone Marowak built and ready to go. I think it's going to be really good in this cup, actually. But, Dino, I, 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 are you going to go the whole Ash route and just find Ash Pokemon again, Dino? Ash I mean, Pokemon? It's, it's, I'm, or like, Ash Pokemon? <laughs> I'm like, wait, hold up. <laughs> uh, I mean, you already got like two of his Pokemon in the top 10. I mean, I don't know if I could, but I already have two right there. I mean, maybe if if I see it, if I could. Yo, I just realized this has number. It has one of the new Pokemon's in number twenty three, I believe. Scale, scale, uh, scale ridge. Let's go. That would be interesting. You have five days to get it and build it. Wait, when is this just starting? <laughs> this starts on Sunday the 10th. So sign up links and everything will go out tomorrow, probably in the Discord. So it'll already be out when the show goes live. Um, also important to note, I think, Matthew, we're, we're, we're using the beta version of Dracoviz again. That is the hope and goal. We'll probably know more for the listeners and, and put it in our Discord by the time that this uh, by the time you're hearing this. Yep. Astro Clemson fumbled at the five yard line for the second time. Listen. This this club dick guy. It's the, the 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 end of an era. <laughs> this time he got returned for eighty yards. It's just hot garbage right now. That well, <laughs> you know, it was it it was good. It was a good run for Clemson. Good job, boys. Tonight we just watched the end of an era. Speaking of hot garbage, we now know how many points you have to qualify for Worlds. <laughs> that's good because it, I saw that and I went, holy shit, that sucks. So, in the U.S. and Canada, where we have so many regionals, we need 500 points. For Go. This is for Go. For Go. For Go. Mm-hmm. Europe needs 400. 
They have a few regionals. Latin America has two regionals. And, and, and an IC. And Europe has an IC. Latin America needs 300. Uh, Middle East and South Africa has no ICs. And I don't know if they even have a regional. They need 200. I didn't talk about a region, though. Because it doesn't exist. I- we talked about, I think we talked about, mentioned that last week. That uh, OCIC is no longer uh, there. Guess how many points points Australia need, or you know, Oceania needs with no ICs. If it's over three hundred, that's fucked. It is three hundred. Okay, they have I, one. Re- I think they have one or two regionals, and they need three hundred points. So uh, Carter reached out and sent us an email. I'm not going to read all the email, but the one thing. We're going to talk a little bit more about kind of the impact. But the one thing that really stood out to me in the email he sent, he actually went through and looked at last year's Australian players and figured out who would have enough points to qualify. Three. Three Oceania players would have went to Worlds. How, how many from Oce- Oceania went uh, to Worlds this past year? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, at least seven that I know the names right off the top of my head. Right. Okay. Uh, the runner up of OCIC would have not made it to Worlds if it was using this year's scale. Yeah. Fish he would had have been, 290 points. He would have been 10, 10 points short. He would have had to play in at least one cup or league and top. Top, but here's the rub. Yeah, but here's the rub. Leagues and cups are only approved for North America currently. Currently, yeah. Which means Europe, Oceania, LATAM, and Middle East, South Africa have to earn this many points only out of regional tournaments. Yeah, because that's all that's approved currently. As of right, as of right now, um, as of right now. That is a problem. It is. I think they're going to address it. I don't... Everything I've seen from play is... They try and keep things pretty fair. Um, OCIC is always, from what I understand, has always been the harder region to compete in because the lack of regionals and it only having the one ic um so those players at least on a tcg side should be pretty used to this yes um so those people are probably the ones that go players should probably try and reach out to to see how they're doing it and how they've been doing it because they've had to do it at much higher points than 300 um Mm -hmm. but the fact that it's 300 um it, it does. It, I think it's anything more than that. I think it would be a slap in the face. Like this is kind of pushing it. I wouldn't be surprised if they open up more regionals for Australia and New Zealand. Um, and maybe even give their regional um, winners points. more points than what like a North American regional would be. Yeah, well, even in my opinion, even for Europe, needing 400 in Europe, they don't have as many regionals as we do in North America. They're also their 
special events um, also have less players. Mm-hmm. So it's it's easy. I don't want to say it's easier to win, but you have a better shot at winning when you're only playing against, I think, it's like statistically TC- easier. Yeah. Yes. Not that it's actually easier, but statistic wise, it's easier. Yes, correct. Um, but I'm just saying 400 points when you have no regionals and no local or fewer regionals and no local play. That's high. I feel like 300 should have been Europe, Latin America, 250, Oceania, 200, Middle East and South Africa, 150. I think that would be a better scale. North America at 500 with as many regionals we have, as much as it sucks, I get it. Yeah. And we have have our local play tournaments. Yeah. You're 100 less than what TCG is. So, Um, um, I was going to ask because I was very confused when somebody mentioned this. I wasn't under the impression that even if you won the regional, it doesn't mean you get invited or it does. It does. It does. Regional, Regional winner is a guaranteed invite. However, unlike the past seasons, invites do not flow down from regionals anymore. So let's say um, Hal Stark wins Pittsburgh, like he won um, Baltimore last year. If he went to regional X and won it as well, no one from that regional gets an auto qualification. So there's no cascading invites anymore. And there's no more regional win. regional winner gets a guaranteed invite and there's no more runner-up invite as well no runner-up invite how much does a runner-up get like in terms of like is there do you guys know how much a runner-up gets in points like give me two seconds i can tell you um because i mean like it just depends on that and also i was just looking at the prize money and i'm like no wonder astro went to tcg (laughs) (laughs) oh why <laughs> I'm like, bro. I'm like, I'm about to do the same shit. <laughs> a regional runner-up gets 160 points, so you would have to come runner-up three times to qualify. Four times. Four times. 160. 320. Uh, 480. I'm sorry. You just come up runner-up oh, three times and, and then... win one Go Cup, or not even win one Go Cup. Come in top 16 and one Go Cup. Okay, I mean that's, I mean I don't know. At that point, I really just want, but yeah, yeah. it's easy. Just just run her up like, three times, dude. Run. Like you know, yeah. no, but easy. But that means you also have to travel to three or more tournaments. Like the the level scaling, and it it's just what it is in competitive. I wish we would have went to more of a hybrid approach, especially considering as of now, Go did not go to a Swiss style, so you could still pay eighty bucks go to the Go tournament. And go out one two or two zero, and be done for the day. That needs to rest immediately, in my opinion, as well. Actually, okay. So a thing that I've been thinking about is I, I don't know how it's done in TCG. I'm assuming is TCG TCG done the same way where like if you win one, the next one like there's no like you know runner up temp type of thing. But like correct. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's points. You're you're competing in TCG for the points. And travel package. TCG is the same way. If you win the regionals, you get invited or no? Yep. This will be the first. This is the first year that they've adopted. That's why TCG players had such a like chip on their shoulder against Go players. Because Go players won a regional. Like if you won the regional, you got the invite 
and the travel package. So I, I bring this up because I'm wondering if, you know, Astro, I don't know if Wildcat kept up with this or in VCG, but if a person won, let's just say the first regional, and they for some reason sign up for the next one, and they win that one too. That's that's an invite off the table. Mm-hmm. So you're saying like you're literally taking off an invite for people because you decided to go into re- to yep. a regional. Yep. And I can already tell you the controversy that we're going to have this year. Mm-hmm. These two guys are teammates, and this one took a dive so the other one could get the auto invite. Guarantee that comes up at some point. I feel Whether like or that's... not it actually happens, that's going to be the the story behind it. And that's not good. It can look bad in so many ways. Not even like related into teammates, but let's just say like you have somebody like because I saw he went to register already for uh, Pittsburgh, and that's it's accent. Mm-hmm. He's he's going, and he's you really know he's invited to Worlds. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's so playing for a travel he, package now. Yep. He needs the points for a travel package. Because okay, so travel I, packages are solely points based now. Oh wait, no, he. He's, he's the world champion. He's world champion. He's world champion. He's, 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 he's good. Good. What, I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, I'm like, he's okay, good. Sorry, I don't sorry, know. Right. So I, exactly. There that's really isn't a reason for him to play at all. To keep sharp. But the that thing would be is, the only reason. I would because if you remember what happened to Dancing Rob last season, or this this Worlds, I think that was a rough issue. And and I, I completely agree with that. But at the same time, like imagine like because he wants to stay sharp, he's taking the opportunity from other trainers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not trying to start anything at all, but I'm just trying to like see how other people are going to get frustrated later on down the road, which is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like imagine like being taken down by somebody that's already qualified to go. Like it just seems it, it just feels bad, honestly, before it did it because it, get, it got moved down. But now it's different. So I don't know if like you guys thought about that, but like to me, what, I'm just like, what is everybody's opinion on that? So Dino, you're you're against that. So the thing is for me, like, there's two two. Okay, so I saw it as that, and my other way of seeing that also is because will that make people less likely to go into another regional because they already qualified? So that means that less people are going to be joining tournaments because they don't want to take that you know, opportunity from other people. No, because the travel money is based on the number, total number of points and only the top X people get it. Mm-hmm. You're going to have people going to more regionals, in my opinion. There's going to, like, and they've increased the prize money and now goes prize gets, I believe they didn't get prize money last year, right? They did a small, small, yeah. small, small amount. So the prize small. money got announced for go. I mean, that's another reason I, I sus- I think even with like that whole thing, I don't think it's going to change. I, I still think it's going to increase because there's now more on the line. Plus, you have to remember, once you hit a certain amount of players, then your kick your kicker point comes in. So now, if you finish lower, you have a better chance of getting some type of championship points and with go and having to get 300 points and depending on where you live the number of cups and challenges that are around you you want as many people as possible going to these regionals because you need to you need to sell out 
to guarantee points for people that are not finishing in like the top cut. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think it's going to increase plus the prize money. So first place right now. So the 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 did you see the prize um thing for TC or for I saw for all Go? of them. Yeah, I saw for all of them. So for people who haven't seen it, they announced the the prize um money for everything. So right now, first place in Go, twenty five hundred dollars for a regional. For a regional, this is just regional. Twenty five hundred. Was that like a thousand last year? Yeah, it's it's one point five times more. And then you get seventy two booster packs. So that's what? How, that's a how many booster? That's booster box. Two booster boxes. Yeah, I think those sell for what a hundred piece. Minimal. Yeah, minimum like one hundred and ten. I would. So say. if you sold both of them, yeah, you're walking out with twenty seven hundred dollars. That covers your trip. Unless you're staying at like the Ritz Carlton or like some bougie like hotel, or that... flew first class like like Astro did to no <laughs> go fast. <laughs> that was free. <laughs> um, but uh, that covers that pretty much covers your travel expenses for that regional. Plus, now you have money for your next one because you're still going to need points to get those travel packages. Because as of right now, I think my understanding, the only people who get a guaranteed travel package are IC winners. Correct. Where last year, Go, regionals, and IC players got travel packages. Okay, so that, and now I, I get it. I was confused. So whenever, if you do a re- win a regional, you get an invite, but that doesn't mean that you get paid to go. Correct. Yeah. Okay, see, that's where I was confused. I and then just you... talking number of regionals offered in a region. So the U.S. has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 regionals. Um, Europe has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, plus two special events, so seven. Latin America, needing 300 points, has one regional. I'll say that again. Latin America needing 300 points has one regional. That's why there was silence. I was like, wait, hold up. Oceania needing 300 points has three regionals. Now, of course, these are all something to change. They Latin America also does get an IC. So that, you know, does factor into them having a little bit more availability to points. Also, it's much easier for a Latin America player to fly to North America mm-hmm. for a regional and or local tournaments for some other additional points than it is, you know, say Australia to fly to the U S for a regional or Europe for a regional. Yeah. So in all reality, yes, Latin America only having one regional is rough. It's not as bad as, because they have an IC as Oceania only having three and no IC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I expect Orlando to be humongous this year. I also think early season one, um, San Antonio yeah. will probably be very Texas, big as well. Texas, Florida. Um, and how, then, and, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to ask, how is uh, the weather in Orlando? It, was it in April? April? Oh, perfect. should weather. be perfect. It should be good. Okay. 
And, um, and we are at least going to try to make that one. I know we were talking about Knoxville. Too. No, Knoxville. The three I'm looking at this year is Indy, Orlando, and Knoxville. Yeah. Okay. I th- I would say if you are listening to the show and you are thinking about seriously thinking about being competitive in go this year and trying to make get a world's invite you should be planning three regionals minimum and if you can get get your maximum six do it yeah because it's going to just make your job significantly easier the other thing we and i don't know if we know the answer to this the last season all the regionals were capped at 128 They've increased the caps. They because, have. What is the cap now? Because you guys go TCG, VGC, and go now all have the same kickers. Mm-hmm. So your cap right now should be relatively even. What was it last year? 128. Okay. Uh, so you can have, as of right now, kickers up to 500 and placement of a 512. That's a thousand players. Okay, so that just removed the cap. Yeah, that's good. well. That's what the website says. Is that what RK9 saying as well? They have. To, I mean, they have to follow that. I know right now Pittsburgh's TCG is over thirteen hundred players. Okay. Yeah. So the way it works, from what I've been listening to and hearing, is the they rent out the space like. Uh, over overload will, you know, work out the contract with wherever they'll get the space. I don't even want to look. I saw your face. I'm assuming that's the Clemson game. Um, yeah, that that was a bad hit. That was yeah. scary. Um, and like what they did with Pittsburgh, it sold out, and then a couple days later, they reopened it with more spots available. That's because they said, okay, now we've got more people wanting to come they have to work out extra space in the venue to get that so you you want to see that you want to see them kind of filling up you the fact that they've pretty much gotten rid of the cap for go like go players need to show up you need to not let what happened at naic ever happen again oh fully agree with that speaking of we now have a location for naic new orleans baby it is no longer in columbus which means i expect naic to have a lot of latin players showing up as well there's going to be a lot and i think it's going to be bigger because it is so much easier to fly into new orleans than it is to fly into columbus ohio when when is uh naic early june i believe Early oh June this year, not late June. Early June. Yep. Was it was it the first weekend in June, if I remember correctly? I think so. Gonna get yeah. some beignets. Gonna yeah, drink. but it's gonna be humid as oh. hell. Oh, what me like, and you are gonna be, be like, yo, this is hot and humid as chilly. hell, man. It's chilly here. <laughs> but hell yeah. I I cannot stress this. I know we don't have a huge listener base like some other like battle cats and other things, but Hopefully they're stressing it too. Do not let what happened at NIAC happen now that we have no cap happen and go for regionals and ICs going forward. Because all that does 
is a well for those of you who don't know what happened was tcg capped out they capped out they sold out they were done for naic within i think seconds but players won the swag every player whether it's vgc tcg or go all get the same prize packs and that swag can sell for more money than the ticket cost correct so what TCG players were doing, because they wanted the mats, they wanted the deck boxes, they wanted stuff like that, they were signing up for Go. Because Go was completely wide open. There was a, It wasn't sold out. And then how many, there was like a ton of no-shows, we find out they were all TCG players. I mean, good for them for beating the system, to be honest. But like, <laughs> but I I get it. Like, yeah. if we're going, if you guys want to see this continue to be competitive and in, in this, like, you have like you have to show up because five hundred points is not going to be a cakewalk. It's it's going to be very difficult, especially when you consider the top players will keep coming now. Mm-hmm. But yes. The top players will go to six and probably more because if they can get more points and drop a lower score, they're going to do that. Because here's the thing, the, the maximum six is you get the points for your six best finishes. So even if you show up to 12, it's your six best finishes, but you're ta- those additional six that you got to drop you know, your 100 points for, so you could get five or two hundred points. That means someone else lost that on that hundred points. Yeah, that's what makes it so hard to qualify for championship points based. Yeah. So, um, um so that's why, um, like, uh, I know, I think, it, yeah, Carter. I was also talking with, um, is uh, ended up uh, became a professor after listening to us, uh, listening to what I was saying before, is working on um, becoming a go judge for his area. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is very important. If you are not going to compete, like, be competitive and really try and push for it. As a go, a member of the go community, you should be trying to help those around you who need those points by getting going to your local comic book stores or retailers that have play already established and getting go set up in those areas because those players are going to need all the help they can get it's like it's super it's super important um so yeah um, but I expect Pittsburgh to be, it's going to be packed at least on my side, super nervous <laughs> about it. Um, but I think Go should have a pretty good turnout. Should oh. it's, it's been getting bigger at least like mm-hmm. throughout yeah. each thing. So I'm excited I mean, to see what the world's numbers are. Go consistently had the largest viewership consistently. Mm-hmm. I think that also, and uh, we talked about it when we were on the Battle Cats with uh, with Caleb, it's the commentary too. Like, as much as I love watching a TC- TCG so I can learn, 
it's like watching Pokemon Golf. Compared, yeah, com- compared to watching Go. It's not fast-paced. Like, Go is boxing, TCG is golf. Yep. Like, <laughs> that's... I love to play it. I don't love to watch it. That is that is the difference. That is the difference when it comes to, like, the viewership. Uh, and the just the, the commentators are awesome. A lot. <laughs> like, they're a lot more animated and stuff. Um... But we had mentioned the the prizing. Um, so just really quick. So go uh, first place is twenty five hundred. Second place is two thousand. This is for regionals. Um, two thousand. Um, third place is fifteen hundred. Fourth place is twelve hundred. F- um, fifth is a thousand. Seventh, seven fifty. Uh, then there says ninth. So I'm assuming that's eight and nine. It doesn't have a doesn't get any money, but we'll get at least nine booster packs. Um, so that's a significant increase. Now, for those crazy people like me <laughs> who are going to be doing TCG, uh, those just went astronomical. Um, it came to. I think what I was listening to, like the top player, top earning player in the world last year, if they were getting what they were getting now, as far as prize money, could be like a full-time TCG player. Would have made like $70,000 just playing Pokemon. Jeez. That's not including the coaching money that they make, endorsements, sponsorships, all that stuff. $70,000 playing Pokemon trading card game. This is also the person, the same person that's won every IC in the world. Is the only player in TCG history to win every single IC. What's his name? Tord Rat- Radcliffe? Radcliffe? Oh. He's won I don't know. every single IC. And he's going to be at, from what I understand, he's going to be in Pittsburgh. Okay, just top twelve, or just beat him. Easy, easy. <laughs> just beat him, dude. You got top, it. You got top five twelve. You get points. Top yeah. five twelve. That's I. I just need to break over. I need to get into that five hundred and twelve. Goal is to make day two. That's 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 the day goal. two. You need to be probably at least seven and one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's three and day points. two. Just to get, day two is top sixteen, or is it top eight? It depends on. I know for ICs, day two is top 32. Top 32, okay. Because they start on Friday. So I would assume that regionals is top 16, maybe, for day two, since it's not as many. Um, But yeah, $10,000 for first place at a regional. Wait, isn't wasn't that how much it was for like winning uh winning worlds, worlds for go? Worlds. Go? <laughs> yeah. God damn, that's so bad. But I mean, at least they improved it this time, so go, that's something. Go, I think worlds for go this year is twenty five thousand, isn't it? No, I think it's twenty. I thought twenty. Some it's somewhere up there. It's, yeah, it's twenty thousand. Uh, yeah, significantly 20, more than it was before. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely. But if uh, if something. go players start showing up in the thousands to these things. 
you like they will increase the prize pool. I, I'm kind of I'm I'm gonna ask Lyle like because you can see how many already registered for Pittsburgh. I don't mm-hmm. know if anybody has asked them, but or anybody else posted it. But I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how many there is at the moment, um, because I'm curious. Uh, just quickly, I guess before we move on from this topic, it, I I understand that 500 is the to get the invite. How do you get? Um, and maybe you went over. It, I don't know. Uh, like paid to go there so what do you, you have get to do? It, you get you have a there's play has a ranking system based off the points okay i believe it's the top five okay that makes sense go has not they have not said what goes travel reward system is going to be yet as yeah, far as I was, total yeah. like the other ones has a chart like there's you know there's tier one I tier two that. tier three yeah go has not released how many spots there'll be for tier one how many spots for tier two how many spots for tier three? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was confused about. I was like, because I was looking at it, I'm like, wait, no, that's for, for TCG, and then the other one was for VGC. So I was just like, maybe it has to be something similar. So I would assume like top top five. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, good to know. Yeah. Uh, so like we said, uh, Pittsburgh's coming up this weekend. Um, for those uh, who... I just want to do really quick, like round table, like one thing since we've all been to a regional. For someone who this is their first regional ever, what's one thing that they should know and one thing that they should bring? Sweater. <laughs> Go to registration early. You don't yeah. want to be in that line the day before for sure. Like, you don't want to be there in the morning because, like, I think we did that one time, and that was we really did that for hard. I think Ohio, was for Ohio, the, and it was terrible. No, we, yeah. we 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 got there the night before to pick up tickets, but the security line the morning of oh, that's right was that ridiculous, was and that ridiculous. was that was a mistake on the venue issue. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think to bring, I would say the one one thing you need to know: get there early, get your registration done early, and then if you're a note taker, bring a notepad, not just a single piece of paper, because you have to have a fresh piece of paper every round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, notepad, I feel like, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, I feel like notepad is a must. Like, I don't think it's like, if if that and that, like, I feel like you need to bring one if you want to do well. Like, for me, at least, like, it helps a ton. And I, especially on stage, it helps a lot. Um uh, I would say one thing that I can't read my own handwriting. It does me no good. <laughs> He's like, what does that say? <laughs> uh, I, I would probably say, I don't know if there was anything against using like earplugs. Cause I know that they said something about you using headphones. You so, could probably wear earplugs. Like just you normal, can wear earplugs. Like, you just fun. have to prove to the judge that it's not a Bluetooth headset. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, I, I know for like some people, I forgot who it was. If I'm not mistaken, was it Mason? It was Mason. Like that, um, he says something. I don't recall. I can't I can't quote it or anything like that. But um, I know for me, I get distracted very easily and I want to get something where like I don't hear my surroundings because I played a lot better on stage when I had the white noise because I was not hearing everything else. Yeah. And I wasn't easily distracted by people being behind me staring at my screen. 
Uh, so things like that, like if you're like that, you get like very distracted easily. Definitely try to bring something like where like you can, if they let you, of course, but just bring it just in case. So I'm going to do promotion. We're going to tag these, this company and every episode we're going to tag them for it because I use, um, when I was in a, when I was in a band, I have earplugs from a company called erasers. It's E-A-R, Eracers. If you type in Eracers, but spell it with the e- ear, it'll pop up. Super comfortable. Um, basically what they are, they go in your ears. And instead of like, you know, those orange ones that you like squeeze and you put in and then it like just like shuts sound off. All What this does is it filters like certain decibels. Yeah. So you can still hear what's going on, but it's a little it's just a little more muffled. Those are the ones that you you brought to New York City that yep. you let me try in. Yeah. Those yeah. are the ones I brought to New York. Um and it's awesome. Like you just put them in, you you don't feel them and you just kind of go. Um so if you're one of those people like I will have mine for for Pittsburgh because I'm going to be surrounded by people at those tables. Um, so I'm going to need to like, cause yeah, yours is like more closed in than, oh, I, yes. so like you're going to be like, I'm going to have like, there's people like you've got your space is the, as wide as your play mat. And at the end of your play mat starts the next play mat for the next person. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Um, Matthew, what about you? Uh, I was going to say, uh, besides like bringing like a backpack with you, like bring something substantial that you can eat because there is no guarantee that you're going to even have like enough time to like go on like a lunch break. Unless you lose, I can guarantee you're not going to have enough time because go right. still doesn't get a lunch break. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so like I, my my personal thing, like I always typically bring like a bag of beef jerky with me, just because like that's something Im- I consider substantial. But that's just my recommendation. Yeah, um, mine. I, I agree with all of them. My big thing would would be sweater, um, regardless of the temperature outside. Some of those convention centers get very cold. Yes, Orlando was absolutely freezing. Charlotte, I had to leave, walk a mile to the hotel to get my sweater, and then come back because it was that cold. And no I know week. <laughs> Listen, you wouldn't last one week in Florida, so yeah, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and water bottle. Yes. Water bottle is huge because you're either going to pay $5 for like a bottle of water or you're going to stand behind some smelly person trying to drink out of the water fountain, which I don't know. I'm good. Neither are good situations to be in and completely avoidable. I keep forgetting, like, did they let you bring water You can have a water bottle. They don't look at your shit like in your bags, right? No, no, they don't check your bag. Yeah, no, yeah. So. No, I thought there was a bag check, but it's just like checking for weapons and crap. I they went into I I wore my backpack the entire time in Orlando. I didn't get 
anybody maybe stopping it's me. For... Charlotte didn't check us. I think maybe not for regionals, but for the other ones, like the bigger ones. Like the NAIC. Yeah. I don't remember I don't them checking. I don't remember them checking our bag at in Columbus. I feel like I, I feel oh, like that was what did. that's why the security line was so long. Oh, okay. They were doing bag checks. Yeah, they they were checking it. I remember now. Maybe because of COVID, or maybe it's just the venue thing. But um, be. yeah, because I think yeah. Fort Wayne they were doing bag checks. Yep. Um. But yeah, I feel like all those are essential for sure. So. So, uh, really quick before we wrap up and go into the questions, we've got our very first TCG tournament starting on Wednesday. Um, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, you should have already had your deck list, um, submitted to Wildcat or to the, the, the document sheet. Um, are they going to be allowed to submit their deck list up to the time of tournament? I asked for everyone to get them in by noon, just so we have time to get everything set up. And noon on Wednesday. Yes, on Wednesday. Okay, so it so this is important, and I put it in the in the chat. Um, if you are exporting your deck list from TCG Live to paste it into the to the Word document or Google Doc. Please, please, please consolidate your cards. And what I mean by that is if you have three bosses orders in your deck in, in your in your deck, and one of them is a full art, one of them is a reverse hollow, and one of them is a common, it's going to show up as three different bosses orders. Yeah, Hoosier. <laughs> so because it breaks it down by rarity, um, base set, all that kind of stuff. So no one needs to know if it's a full art because it doesn't make the card better. <laughs> um, Shiny's always they, better. Maybe they Shiny's just flex always on better. <laughs> maybe you they flex, just want to flex on them. You flex that. You flex on the field. <laughs> um. So if you see that, if you're seeing, if you do your export and you see that. Um, and it puts it all over the place. Like I had one where my I had one boss's order at the top, and then there was one in the middle, and then there was like two at the bottom. So just consolidate all of them and just put four or three or whatever number. Um, it makes it easier for not just Wildcat to look over to make sure everything is registered that you're playing a standard deck and it's legal, but it also helps your opponent. I love how he thinks well. Okay, he, he, he. I don't know if he realizes this is on him to, to validate. The oh, deck. I'll validate them. Okay, well, yes, it'll help me validate all these, um, and it will also make it easier for your opponent to look over your deck list uh, before you guys play. Which is an important part. Unlike we are used to in Go, where we can hide our moves and things, this is open open deck list. Deck list. Yes. You'll know what your opponent's running. Yes. Um. So, yes, and, and it's best of three, just like, um, you know, whatever. The only difference is, so, screen record isn't necessary, um, but I would also, I would, would suggest screenshotting just the win um, at the end, just in case something, um, but... Um, 
the standard la- forty eight hour rounds that we normally yeah, do for go. There's like, nothing that to make life easier. Live, m- the most I've seen is maybe a couple. I really have not had any issues. I've done several online tournaments, and never I had one issue, and it wasn't even my person. It was the other person. Oh. Super important for those listening. This is the one thing that is important about it. When you add somebody as your friend, you have to restart your app. Because they will not show up as online until after you restart the app. So 10,000 IQ play, as soon as you look at the deck list, just add everyone at that time. There you go. That way when you shut your your app down and you open it back up, everybody will be on there. So, um, but yeah, uh, I'm super excited for it. I know Dina has been, been playing. I think it's, I think what's bothering him is there's something that I'm better at than him. (laughs) And it's, it's like, look at, just listen, just go back and listen to the episode again. Just this episode here. What, what's he trying to do with Stardust? He's trying to save it. He's trying to beat beat Wildcat. Wildcat. He's trying to beat Wildcat. All weekend, yo. What's 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 a good uh what's a good uh point la- on the points on the ladder for TCG Live? Like, what's respectable? <laughs> like, where should I be? What's, where are you at? Is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My Casually. man playing all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's the only way. You, and the funny thing is, just like to quickly just like plug that in real real quick. That it's like. Before I was clueless onto what to do like, and stuff like that, without putting time into it, I would have still been clueless. But this kind of goes with Pogo as well, just to real quick like say it that well, if you don't put time into learning something, you won't be able to learn it at all. So if I didn't watch videos on how to play like TCG, then I probably would be clueless. So that actually leads us directly into a really good question we have from Zimbo. Astro, what's the best way to get started on the right foot in TCG? As an adult, who I who got into the Pokemon franchise through Go, it's a little daunting. Am I about to go broke? <laughs> it depends on how you want to do it. <laughs> if you want to be the collector slash TCG player, probably. <laughs> yes, probably. You will probably go broke because the odds of you getting some of these cards are very slim. Um, and most of the time you need multiple of them. So my suggestion, uh, Full Grip and TCG Player are two websites that sell individual cards. They sell singles. So if you're building a deck, if I'm assuming they're talking also, he's talking also physical cards, not just TCG Live. Um, going on those things, looking for the cards that gives you options on where to you know, it's like a marketplace. You can buy, you know, certain, there are certain cards. Like right now, if you go on and you want to get, uh, what was it? Uh, Forest Sealstone. It's a, it's an item card that is used in several decks. Um, the, uh, that card right now, because it's standard in a Mew deck that just won Worlds, it's now $13 a card. What set is that that card from? I don't know. It's an old one. Oh, it's old? Yeah, okay. because it's a yellow. Uh, oh, the yellow border? Yeah, I think it was. 
maybe before it's like Silver Tempest. Okay, I mean it's not that old, but yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna look into it. Yeah. Um, um, I, I feel like if uh you don't want to go broke, broke. I for me is like I'm testing out my decks on life first oh, before purchasing. A hundred, a hundred, a hundred and ten percent. Do not build your deck until you know how to play it. Yep. On TCG Live, it helps a lot. <laughs> like it's insane. How like I didn't realize. I'm like okay. I'm gonna go broke te- like because you have like six decks, right? I have s- but- seven, but I know how to play all seven. Exactly, you know how to play all. And of I them. almost and- made the mistake. I almost built a Reggie deck, and I started to like ask Dino. I was asking Dino for cards for it, and I was I had it all set up in my <laughs> all set up in my still cart, have it sitting here waiting for you in my cart. And I built the deck on TCG Live, and I just could not play it. Like, I just could not figure out the deck whatsoever. It's a very technical deck that's just... It's not really that great either in the current meta. Um, And I could have spent, like, 60 bucks on something that I'll never use. Um, But depending on the deck you're going to build after you play it, get used to it... um, I think Lugia is the most expensive deck currently, followed by Mew. Um, and I think it's averaging about $100, $110 for the 60-card deck. Uh, not including energy, because you should have energy. And if you don't, just buy a trainer toolkit uh, for like 20 bucks at GameStop, and you'll be set for energy. Do you care about the condition of the card when you're making a purchase for your deck so yes that's also important um if your card is bent as fuck and you put it in a sleeve it still shows some of that bend and you will get flagged for a marked card so you want you want lightly played is the least condition you would want you want near mint so and don't... if you need energy just let me know um i've I got bought a bunch of etvs <laughs> that i bought over time and i just literally take take the giant sleeve of nothing but energy cards and drop them in a drawer yep and the good thing about energy cards and it's one of the only cards in tcg i believe you can use energy from any set Base energy. Base basic energy yeah. from any set. So it doesn't have to be current or in rotation or anything. Just like, like that. whatever you have. Yeah, like my Maridon deck, I love the energy cards from uh Expedition X E X, where it had like that yellow, like it looked like the um, like a Pokedex, like or a whatever thing. Yeah. Oh thing. yeah, yeah. You know, it had like the, <laughs> I'm like, yo, what are you thicker, doing with your hand? The thicker orange, yellow border things. But I love yeah. the way the energy cards look, so that's I use those. Um, but I, you could do it cheap. Um, it just depends on the deck you want to build. Um, but don't don't go below lightly played. So like big big takeaway from this is like before any purchase of any cards, make sure you are absolutely comfortable and and like the deck. Yes, that we're playing. Yes, in live 
is the easiest way to test it. And to get started in live, you can buy code cards online for pennies on the dollar. Yep. You can buy right now if um, I'll give I'll send Matthew the link to two places to put in. Um, You can get like if you're building, trying to get a bunch of credits to build cards, um, you can get 50 Paldea Evolved like card, like code cards. So that's 50 packs for like seven dollars. Important to mention, you can only open 200 per set. Yeah. So you can only so you don't buy more than 200 Paldea Evolve code cards. After 200, the system will lock you out. Yeah, it won't it won't redeem them anymore. Wait, what do you mean? Like it doesn't let you redeem past 200? Yeah, if you no. look, there's a per set. There's a thing per per set. Okay, so I guess that doesn't because I I know I did more than 200 for sure. That's what I was confused of about. Of the same one? Oh, oh, the same. Okay, I don't know if I did the same one. Yeah, or not. it's like you can only do two hundred Paldea evolved. I think it's like two thirty-seven. Oh, okay. Like if you yeah. look, there's like a number next okay, to each okay. one. Um, and then after you get four of the same card, you start getting credit. So it that's how you kind of have to build your credit in order to unlock, be able to get cards that you don't have currently in live. Um, it's really not. It's it's not that hard. They they made the system pretty easy. And um, there is no way to put money into live. Yes, you can. I noticed way. that too. I was like, wait, can I get <laughs> He was some... like, yo, can I show my way up this <laughs> right He's like, how much money can I spend here? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking everywhere in the shop and everything. And I'm like, wait, I can't purchase shit. I have to play? I'm like, yeah. god damn. So, um, but if you've already gotten to that point... Um, and you're good and you're ready to compete in person. Um, big things to remember, you have to have sleeves. Um, do not, please do not use the ETB sleeves. God, I mean, that's they that's, the crap out of your cards and they're terrible. They that's s- worse for a collector. I can't, I don't, I didn't think it was going to be as bad for like, a, you know, an actual TCG player. Yes. They stick. They're terrible. They don't last. Uh, Dragon Shield is is the cream of the crop. Like they are the the sh- sleeves. Every person you but see, you can't tell me that sleeve is not just awesome. Looking. Oh, it's awesome until you have to try and shuffle it. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> you notice all of the sleeves I have from ETBs are still in. Yes, the sleeve that they come in. The only the only Pokemon sleeves that I used were the ones we got from Ohio and I used it for a build and battle. <laughs> um because I wasn't going to buy a box of Dragon Shields for that. Um and then game mat um like the accessory parts of it um, are pretty cheap, and most of it you can get in your ETB, like your dice and all that stuff, um, and your game mat. You could probably get it like GameStop for like twenty bucks. Um, I was gonna just add one real one thing real quick when with his question that he said the best way to get started, just because I literally just started. So in this how I felt it helped me a lot is I put on YouTube like top decks at the moment in the current meta, and I looked at which ones like caught my eye and kind of like basically like whatever you're comfortable with with like pokemon go like this is the way i saw it this i'm like okay charizard deck just literally came out bet and i made it you know a deck around that and then i watched like how he played like five games essentially same thing with pogo like what i did you know watch a streamer or what whatnot it really helped understand the deck and what you need to do 
So yeah. watching YouTube videos, I feel like it helped me. I don't know if it'll help anybody else like that, but that was just me. Cool. Trying to... Let me see. There's a yo man. Look at me talking about fucking TCG. I feel like a nerd. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so so okay. So you you're in a competition with with Wildcat. You're now trying to you know get better at TCG. Then Astro, what am I like? Just ch- you don't have anything for me. I'm just like left out. I don't threaten you at all. <laughs> like God damn man. He, no, he's, he's saying like I guess. Wait. So I, I think at the end of the day, he's saying I'm trying to beat. I'm trying to beat Wildcat. This dust. I'm mm-hmm. trying to beat. <laughs> uh astro at uh at tcg apparently now and you're trying to beat me at ultra league right which i already did so <laughs> <laughs> that's already been done <laughs> dang man uh no I, i'm actually really thinking maybe there there is there is something um that there has to be something like i feel like there has to be something else good looks I, I, talking <laughs> on mute yeah, he's talking on mute though. <laughs> I said, "Don't force it if it's not there." Like, you know. uh, I, and the, I, yeah, I don't yeah. remember. I'll um, think of something. Another thing, like like we always say about like YouTubers and and Twitch streamers and stuff like that. Um, I sent Matthew a link uh, to this guy. Um, uh, it's Nine Card TCG. He's on YouTube. Uh, it is a very beginner friendly YouTube channel. Um breaks down decks breaks down play etiquette what to expect at a tournament how to play you know everything like it's very it's very short digestible things and stuff like that so um i would say check that out um if you're if you're new to it as well do we want to play the music because we have another tcg question you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Alright, so uh, if you want to ask the show a question, you can uh, by being in the um, Discord, going to the You Want Answer section and sticking it there. You can email us, info at btwpvp.com. Go to our website um, or find us on Twitter um, and and send us a DM there. Uh, so, yes. Yeah. So one thing that we're going to be doing going forward is we have a, a lot of questions that don't have anything to do with with Pokemon that we like spending a lot of time talking about. Like we had a 20 minute debate about the ranking order of Star Wars and that so, you guys don't know what the proper order is. <laughs> so okay. stuff like that, we want to be able to like take time and, and have fun and responding to that. But we've decided that that is going to be a Patreon exclusive uh, podcast release episode every week. Um, so if you have uh, like pledged to us through Patreon at any level tier, uh, on the Patreon app every week, there will be a, a special episode that will be released that you could listen on the Patreon app of those other questions um, that you guys get to ask. So just like Astro states at the uh, start of the questions, uh, you can email us any questions, send us to them on Twitter, ask us in the discord and they're going to be divided into like the two categories where the Pokemon related questions 
we answer on our main show the non-pokemon related questions we're gonna uh answer those uh for the patrons exclusively which means if you want that episode you have to ask us questions correct yep oh god what have we done i don't know (laughs) Hoosier, Hoosier, Hoosier. Be nice. <laughs> it's when they get drunk is when I'm worried. Yeah. Like that's yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Hoosier, so the first question comes from him. Uh, this was from last week that we moved to this week. Uh, so it says, Asher, can you give some comparisons to us Go players that put some TCG things into perspective, such as, uh, is there a deck that is equivalent to what we would call a grasshole team? Uh, uh or a specific card that use uh that's used in a lot of decks uh universally like metachan uh would be on a competitive go team a deck that works better late game uh or one that's better at the start like shields up teams uh what cards uh what's a card that causes an instant momentum shift like a catch I uh, hope that makes sense. Yes. Uh, so a lot of comparisons. Uh, so as far as like a grasshole team, uh, like Wildcat said, there's a Blissey deck that's pretty. Uh, there's not a lot of thought to the deck. Um, there's also a Soul Rock mm-hmm. Lunatone deck uh, that could be extremely obnoxious. That is the freaking annoying deck to play against. Um. <laughs> There's also Boltland VMAX and Tapu Koko, if you build around them, yeah. are just attach energy and dish out 500 damage. Yeah, uh, but just like a Grasshole team, that's a team that's good for, you know, GBL. It works when it works, but when it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Uh, but it's not like something you bring to a regional or even to a local tournament. Like you're not bringing a Grasshole team uh, to try and get championship points. Um, a specific card. Uh, there's several cards that are pretty universal. Um, that should be in pretty much everybody's decks. Uh, should be boss's orders. At least two copies of boss's orders. Um, professor's research. Right now, Iono. Uh, it used to be Judge. Judge still has um, play in certain decks. Um but Iono uh, is one that's in every deck. Judge is in every deck. Um, and then... Switch. At least one copy. At typically. least one Switch or a Switch cart. Some type of Switch out card. Either yeah. Escape Rope, Switch, or Switch cart. Um, they all have different functionalities. Um, that's, you know, their energy search cards aren't as popular anymore because you do have like if you're running Mew you're running uh Elsa Sparkles which goes into the deck and gets your fusion energy out and puts it onto the Pokemon um which is better than energy like energy retrieval cards that are they only go for basic energy um let's see what else uh deck uh so late game decks uh Gardevoir. Uh Gardevoir is the top tier is probably the best deck next to Lost Box Garatina in the meta. Uh but it is a slow start but will once it gets set up 
will start crushing you fast. Um, it's it's an insane deck that your whole objective is get as much energy in your discard pile and get your Gardevoir or EX set up so that you can have Gardevoir EX literally just take endless amounts of energy out of your discard pile, put it onto a Pokemon to just knock things out. Uh, I feel like Dino's battled that deck the other day. Like his face the entire time. That was he like started, his head just started going lower and lower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you have decks like that. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Lost Zone, uh, Lost Zone Box. Uh, those are decks that take a little bit to build up. Lost Zone. You want to get. You have three major numbers: four, seven, and ten. Uh, those are the numbers you want to get in your Lost Zone. Uh, four activates your Cramorant. Your Cramorant at four does not need ener- any energy on it to attack. It does 110 attack. Um, seven is for your Mirage Gate. Uh, your Mirage Gate allows you to go into your deck and take, I think, up to three basic energy and attach it to any Pokemon you want. Sorry, Matthew. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) and then uh, 10 uh, activates Sableye Uh, so Sableye has for 1 Psychic Energy uh, if you have 10 cards in your Lost Zone you can do you could take 12 up to 12 damage counters and place them on your opponent's Pokemon in any way you want so it doesn't have to go on active it could go on bench anything like that and that that card is nasty it's stupid <laughs> that card is so nasty um, i thought i thought i had the win and then they played that and they just annihilated like some of my basics on on the bench and then just took all the and i prize card there's one more number i don't remember what garatina's v max or v star i think it's 10 or 12 uh but garatina v stars v star ability allows it to knock out with one psychic one grass energy allows it to knock out any pokemon regardless of its hp yep that happens <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep, um, i can i can definitely vouch for that uh so those are like the the ones that take a little bit to set up uh ones that are very fast 10 is it 10 okay uh so it's the same as sableye uh, so Maridon, which is the deck I'm going to be playing in Pittsburgh, is a very fast, hard-hitting deck right off the gate. It's set up right away, start hitting. Uh, Lugia is another one that is has to set up very, very fast. Uh, otherwise, you're going to lose in the prize card chase. Like, you're not going to be able to k- keep up. Uh, and Charizard is now the new one on, on, the, on the block that is also a very fast setup. Unless you get path turn one, <laughs> uh, turn one or two. If you're stuck on path, like that's it. <laughs> yeah. You just got to pray that you have your own stadium or else you're, you're screwed. Yeah. And you got to pray. No one bosses up your Charmanders and your Pidgeys. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see. Is What was it? Uh, momentum shifts. Uh, Iono is Iono judge and path. Like, You'll hear a lot if you start listening to TCG podcasts. Uh, uh, judge path, judge path, or Iono path, Iono path. Um, they'll say like to take down a Mew deck, you want to Iono or judge path, judge path. 
certain decks require like Lost Zone or Mew to have multiple cards in your hand. What those do is takes all those cards that you just put in your hand, you shuffle them, throw them back into your deck, and you only get either six, like Iono's based on the number of prize cards you have left, and Judge's four. And then you put Path down, that completely shuts down any V and EX abilities. Any any card that has a rule box. So Radiance, Vs, and um, EX. So that right there, that's like your that's your that's your catch right there. You want to save that in your hand for the right moment, and then boom, boom, and then you can slide in. Um, those last tournament, I beat a Mew deck. I had they had one prize card left. I I owned, pathed, and I had five and was able to get all five prize cards just off of those two throwing down those two cards. Because I completely shut down their deck. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so is your deck built around to like specifically beat Mew decks? Uh, so my deck really doesn't need to use its abilities after the first turn. So basically you just need Maridon to get your bench set up. So Path does not affect my deck in any way outside of first turn. But it affects... Mm-hmm the majority of the meta. So okay. I run four. <laughs> I haven't seen, I haven't seen a deck with that, with my at all. Yeah. Uh, so my deck list is 57 card identical to Andrew Mahone, who did top 15, I believe at worlds with my hmm. I just changed out a few cards just for personal things. But yeah. the, the functionality, the basis of the deck is four paths to block everybody from getting started. Uh, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what, what is that Mimikyu deck called? Does it have a specific name? Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, the, like with the Mimikyu ability? The one that won't allow you to uh, attack it? Yeah, because like you're is zero, like it does zero damage to it. Like if, if it's, it's active, a, yeah. Um, I've I've seen it as a support card mainly. Um, that's what I it's kind of known as. Just like um, what's it called? Spirit Tomb. Uh, Spirit Tomb's a support card which shuts down. Like it does what a path does, but it just doesn't only for V V Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um. But I've never seen like a full deck around Mimikyu. That's maybe it's just like, me. Maybe it's like a lower tier like deck. So it's a stall deck. Like essentially, I would compare it to like a grass hole because like it stalls. Think about like you know like out bulking your opponent to uh, run out the clock. Yeah, that's basically what that, that Mimikyu deck is. So it's called a control deck. Oh, okay, that's there you go. that's the proper terminology yeah. for it. Fuck that deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't yeah you don't want to be the guy playing as a control deck at at a regional or something. Nope. Uh, especially since ties uh, count count and suck. Um, next one's from Frost Benny. What with the move with the new move updates in approximately two letters. How would you describe Shadow Steelix? 
uh, I believe the two letters are O P B S F U. I could. What? I, I was, it was for breaking swipes. Come oh, on, that man. was for what like. Were you going for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. Uh, man, it just comes in hostile. <laughs> I thought it was for best swap. What the hell? There you go. My bad. My bad. DC, I can't, I can't, yeah, see, I can't, man, I can't, just everything I, personal. I came in too hot there, man. I came <laughs> too hot. <laughs> he gets very oh. emotional when it comes to Steelix. <laughs> yeah, he, he takes it personal. <laughs> uh, this one is for Wildcat. Uh, do you have a new nickname for Aerial Ace since it has been buffed? I think it it, it it wasn't buffed enough to get a nickname, but it can be known by its actual name now. So it's its nickname is its real name. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, it actually got buffed enough to lose its nickname, but I not think, cool enough yeah. to gain a nickname. It would do you think it would just be one of those moves where like even though it got good, like you still just call it by the bad name because. It that's becomes endearing. What, yeah, like. it's just like <laughs> maybe, maybe. Every, that's just what people know it as. <laughs> um, this one's for Dino from Frost Benny with love. Uh, which uh, Ash Pokemon gained the most with the move changes? Which is weakened the most? Yo, this is easy. That's Gligar. This game is easily the one that gained the most because you can tell it's top top ten now. Stupid question. What season did Ash had Gligar? Um, because I don't remember uh, that one. I don't. I don't. Is that um Hoenn? I think it was Hoenn. No, I don't. Wait, because it was with the kid, the the younger kid and his sister, right? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. The younger kid. Yeah. But is Hoenn the third generation? Yeah. Ho- right. Hoenn is third generation. Yeah. So it was the third one. No, it was Sinnoh. Oh, Sinnoh? He was Sinnoh. Yeah. He had Gligar, then evolved to Gliscor. Yep. Is that black and white? Sinnoh? Uh, no, that's um, no. Diamond and Pearl. Okay. Yeah. Um, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Gligar definitely gained the most from the move changes, and the weekend one's obvious here, because we, we talked about it, which is uh, Noctowl. So, you're gonna have to yeah. send me a list of the Pokemon and what generations because I don't remember half of the, like when you're like, oh, that's an Ash Pokemon. I'm like, I don't remember that, I, dude. I didn't even know didn't some of the Pokemon that. that it like it has, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? When did he have that Pokemon? Like, one that threw me off uh, was uh, Torkoal. Huh? Is I that a like, recent what? one? No. no, I thought he had Torkoal um, in that same generation. He had Gligar, right? I see. That's what I'm like. I don't see, remember. Now I, I have, have to, to go look back it up. And, I got to go back and rewatch everything now that he's waking up from his coma. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told like, my uh, kids that, and they're like, "My oldest was like, oh my god, Daddy, that makes so much sense." Torkoal <laughs> was in Hoenn. Hoenn. Here, th- this is. There, there's your list that breaks it down by region of what his team was. Oh, oh, Beautiful. interesting. Okay. He also had Torterra, which I like. It just blows my mind. Like, Tor- yeah, he, he he for there for a few seasons he got all the starters. 
Yeah, I think the no, he never got Torterra. He never. It was Bayleaf. No, oh, no, no, he got, that, no, yeah, no, that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, did he, he have had, one like, of those mixed Pokemon? What do you mean? The fish. What does that mean? The fish dragon thing. Yeah, he whatever. had um. Oh Dr- yeah, yeah. Dracovish. 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 Interesting. Dracovish. Yeah. <sighs> Interesting. That was that was in the the winning team for him to become the champion. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um. All right. Next one from Bunny Man. So when? So when's the last time anyone saw Arachnoquid in PvP? There was so much hype for it in released, but it made essentially no impact on the meta. Why do you think that is? And I'm just going to throw this part in is because it's the next part. Is Carbink going to be the same? So the issue with Arachnoid was the buff to Knockdown happened right after it got released. And that made Arachnoid nearly impossible to run. So I can see it coming back some nerfed, but then again, you have Gligard kind of there. But Gligard's not as bulky and takes super effective damage from the bubble beams. And Wait, the bubble beams Gl- are dropping the attack. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I okay. So by bulk, uh, is it in reference to defense or stamina? Because just general bulk. Knockdown is generally bulkier. When you're adding both stats together, gotcha. Because I was going to say that it had higher uh, defense. Yeah. But when, I, when I'm talking general bulk, I'm talking about you combine HP and defense together into one stat is general bulk typically. Mm, and knockdown okay. does have better general bulk. Okay. So do you guys? I, think... I had the understanding. Huh? Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying I had the understanding that it was about the same, or if not, like similar uh it's just slightly lower but um yeah i can see that yeah do you think carbink um, is going to be going to go the same go the route of the water spider not it's, quite as badly it's just got a better move set yeah yeah because like it can fight against like even like fighters right well, it, so it's a better typing right Fairy Rock is a fairly good typing, only taking double super effective against steel. Like that's that's a good typing. Versus Arachnoid, Bug is just a terrible type. It's awful. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna it's gonna be the same thing just because with Arachnoid, like you can't really do much against like Registeel up. Uh, Polyrath, yeah. you know many things that are like in the top, top meta. But um, um yeah, no, just in Carbon, just like they said, it just has better move sets. Yeah, cool. Um, oh, boys, this question just reminded me of something. Uh, so this the thing you've been forgetting to do. Yeah. So we owe <laughs> we owe some we owe some birthdays. I'm like, it's <laughs> uh, like, what did you get us into? So first, I'm going to say this. So Khaleesi's question is: As the birthday girl, could the cast meet in karaoke and sing something by my request? That means all of you, no escapees. You didn't put your name and your birthday on the sheet, so we can't know that it's your birthday. 
She did mention it in the Discord specifically, though. Well, I was like, I don't think she's al- allowed to. Yeah, put I don't stuff think she's in- allowed to put it on the thing. Ah, okay. Um, then uh, let, and we have not let, missed any birthdays. Let me way. know. Message me what you want your song to be, and I'll work on getting the guys some vocal lessons to do this. Did we? We need to do another karaoke night anyway. This has been a while. Did we? We've got. Um, did we do? When did the birthday sheet start? <laughs> Three uh, weeks first, ago. Early, early August when Macho Man was the one, the first one that we did. Okay. Uh, so happy birthday to Macho Man. Late belated birthday. And we, we, we did him. We did? We, we, did we, him. we made Macho jo- Macho Man Randy Savage jokes. Yes, you did. Uh, so we've got a birthday tomorrow, actually. Who? Happy birthday to you. You guys are supposed to do it with me. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> happy birthday to, to you. Happy birthday. <laughs> I'm doing the whole thing. I'm like, <laughs> ZT Smith 22. There you go. Happy birthday to, to you. To That's, that's the best uh, opera acapella that you're getting. Oh, is at that me. what you asked for? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why are you doing it like that? Uh, I was so confused. Uh, so, if you want to hear my lovely voice or any of our lovely voices singing your birthday and your name in a birthday song, put it on the sheet. Um, and that's and it. We that's, will continue to forget. <laughs> we'll continue <laughs> to forget. Well, after after hearing this rendition, they're going to start deleting. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Gone. Uh, well, let's see. That's the only one for uh, oh, wow. September on the list. But we've got a really, we've got Hoosier at the end of October who wants us to sing it in country. Oh, God. Uh, and we've got Dino Ayo. coming up on the 17th. Which is Yo, actually the day me. after Mrs. Astro and the Princess Astro's birthday. Oh, for real? Because they're they're both oh, on the sixteenth. Yes, this month of uh, October. October. Okay. Yep. So, uh, and then of course the best month of the year with the best birthdays uh, is November. So uh, you know that's going to be like a super special one. Uh, but that's it, right? That's a show. That is cool. It's a wrap. Uh, so before we wrap up, big thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. If you want to support the show, you can for as little as a dollar a month, which will gain you access to our Discord. Uh, support our team, BTW Network Streamers, Lyles Jeff 3, Instinct Leader Spark, Confessions, Kyle Throws, Evan 7, 7713, Mythical Hitch, King Alexander, and Gracie Z on Twitch. Uh, our Coach Corner supporters, Field Super, Graves, Herm 13, Hasui and Ryan, Mosh Pit. 37 rogue king 11 ryan and hood sasha mcgriddle shoe star one slim sadie two the mustache mustached golem the snoop nasty tioga patriot right i'm oh, sorry okay uh blind craziness uncle b stud and unbreakable liz are btw legends clifford Murp, dave 49 raptor e110 gbl luke 22 and king tom Discord admins, uh, Fish on a Heater, Lyle's Jeff 3, Reyes 683. Um, 
<coughs> excuse me. For more exciting content, you can follow us uh, on our YouTube channel, uh, BTW PVP Official, um, uh, where we're going to be doing some streams on YouTube coming up, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. so Dino and I wanted to try a little something different this season and talk to Matthew, and we're going to try out YouTube streaming just to see what that world is like for this season. So... When you're looking for our streams, catch us over there now. Yep. So that's uh, BTW PVP official. So that's that's where you'll find us. Um, uh, you can also follow us on Twitter uh, at BTW PVP podcast. Um, or if you want just all of that information in one spot, go to www.btwpvp.com where you find all that. You'll find links to our merch store. And uh, you'll also find links to our friends over at the Roundtable Chat Tots. Um, if becoming a patron is not something you can do, but you want to help the show, you can continue by spreading the word uh, and give us a review on whatever platform you listen to us on. Leave comments on Spotify. Uh, let us know what you thought of the show. Uh, it really does help. It helps us make the show better and um, it helps other people get to know our show. Um, and we really appreciate it. We like it. It's nice. Um, that's it. Uh, finally, thank you all for listening to the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. I'm Astro Zombie Nine Five Four. I'm Wildcat Dad Seventeen, and I'm Dino. Until next time, good luck and get good. Nothing. <laughs> I, was, I was like, That's is anyone going to say anything? It starts with an S. So swim, swammy, sl slippy, slappy, slimming, salmon, simmon, swanson, swanson. Maybe send the briefcase. Look on the. Oh, yeah, it's right here. Samsonite. I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. <laughs>